Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 50. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by the man from Atlantis, the Canardian, Mark Caravan. How you doing, bud? I'm great. How are you? You know, it's not bad. I survived Thanksgiving, which was excellent. Um, I had a lot of fun and uh, taught my mom to install Zoom, which... Oh, Okay. Wow, it only that, took FaceTime and many other ways to see what she's doing on her screen, and yeah, and then she took it to my aunt's house. Where Wait, you had to it. FaceTime your mom to install Zoom, so she could show me her computer screen. <laughs> I love every second of this. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, show me what you're looking at, and she has a touch screen like laptop, and it's like she keeps on trying to touch the screen in the wrong spot. I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> and then she took over to my aunt uncles, who they I don't know how they even get the internet. Their, their connection speed's seven megabytes, if that. I'm like, Good. you're going to be able to Zoom with us? It worked, but I'm like, All right. my aunt, I, I ridiculed my aunt. That was not very nice of me for her internet speed. But they're so, mm, never mind, long, long tirade. She doesn't <laughs> listen to this anyways, but I love her to pieces, but, you know, it's fun. So that, that, that one was, week your family tunes into the podcast and it's going to be you just bashing them for exactly. touchscreen laptops and crappy internet speeds and... Want to make fun of anyone's like hairstyle or clothes or anything like that? Nothing. No. Oh, this is your and time. My, and then my uncle, he would not become on the webcam. He was out watching a nature show. I'm like, you haven't nature seen. Shows are interesting. It was like whatever. Oh well, I'm thankful for my family. I love them to pieces, <laughs> and uh, not being around them was hard. But it was it was nice to see them on Zoom. So um, notice also it's nice to see on a webcam. It's our guest, Mark. Woo-hoo. We have Elaine Stryker from PSVG Empire, Xbox Empire. I'm killing it, right? Am That's I wrong? It. That's the right one. Guys have That's... five podcasts. There's too many. There's, there's many podcasts. But I, yeah, I, I co-host the Xbox Empire podcast that plays some video games, which is a great name for our website collection of podcasts. Just do the thing and play the video games, kids. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Please stop fighting on the internet. <laughs> you, know, you guys have an awesome network of shows. We cover everything. It's fantastic. We're very happy to have you on. Um, and I just dropped it off the top and I'm like, you know what? We need a we need a guest to talk, you know, that, that loves Xbox to join Mark in his in his love of Xbox. So mm-hmm. a perfect person to have on the show. So thank you for being on. Absolutely. It's funny. I got your message on just a couple days ago and you're like, look, I know it's short notice. I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy to be asked. Like, sure. Why not? It's yeah, let's go. <laughs> I get to do a, a really stupid tweet because of this. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is perfect. I so, love stupid tweets. Oh, they're my favorite. That's my whole personal brand. Welcome, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love fake accounts like fake Kazarai. I love yes, fake that one's good. I follow this account that's basically a white cat that's just vibing along to whatever music song it is that day. And I love that meme. It's, and it's, so it's a different song that they tweet with this cat just jamming out every day. And it's good. Like, that's my favorite Twitter account right now. <laughs> I really like the one with him jamming to Biden and Trump playing instruments. That was, that, was that one just broke straight up broke me. I, I just love that cat. I'm on team yeah. white cat vibes, too. For so. Sure. We want to know more about you, so please give us your geek origin. This one's this one's interesting. I was um so I'm a child of the eighties. I'm not <laughs> I'm in my late thirties, so I you know, I was born in the early eighties. So I was around four years old. And my father 
He likes gadgets. He still likes gadgets. He he fiddles with cars. He builds like engines. He likes gadgets. He bought a Nintendo Entertainment System for whatever holiday this was. It was probably Christmas. And he hooks this thing up and he's like, we're going to play Duck Hunt, Tetris, and Mario. And he played those three games with me until he started losing to me at all three of those video games. And then he never <laughs> played video games again. But what he did was created this love of like games and technology that sort of passed through consoles and consoles. And that dude has to this day would probably still have my back. But he stood in lines for Nintendo 64s. You know, he did the dad stuff where he went and talked to the UPS driver and was like, when are we getting another shipment, dude? Here's 50 bucks. <laughs> like he totally did that like Italian dad. Wow. Like he was he's always had my back on my nerd stuff, even when my mother hated it. So and then he like he ended up creating like just a love of technology. And then I ended up becoming an engineer because of that. And it was just like, it's it's all my dad, man. He's the best. Did he make things fall off trucks that were that fell off the back of a truck? (laughs) My friends used to joke about that a lot because somehow we always had things that were hard to find, like Cabbage Patch dolls. He managed to get one of those in like the 80s when people were murdering each other. Um, Luckily, I was old. I had outgrown nonsense by the time the Tickle Me Elmo thing was a Mm. thing. But he did take me to the mall on Christmas Eve that year, and we watched two old, two like housewives fist fight over the last one. Oh, that's amazing. First Christmas Eve memory. I love <laughs> it. So you can't replace those memories. Eve, like it's we just would go, we would so go every brutal. year. He would go, he would buy jewelry for my mom inevitably, and he would go pick it up on Christmas Eve. When he didn't have any place to hide it in the house. She knew where everything was, so we would pick it up on Christmas Eve, and people watch on a, on a bench eating a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> just wailing on each other and my dad's like merry christmas and i'm like this is like out of a sitcom dude <laughs> it's just so it was all dad man dad created the nerd he made this monster <laughs> that is awesome so i you know that's you know the holidays are a special time geek hmm. time it's it's fantastic um i even talked to charlie we're gonna do uh we're gonna watch anna and uh anna and the apocalypse on secret friends so if you've not watched it definitely watch it it's a horror musical holiday film okay okay you said words i like i know Together. it's on amazon prime i've always wanted to watch it so i'm gonna watch it we're gonna talk about that in secret friends it's for our holiday uh treat so it's gonna be very fun So there we go. Well, thank you for your origin, Elaine. Uh, We are now going to get into what we've been playing because we do video games and we should probably talk about what we've been playing. So we'll start with you, Elaine. Play some video games. You might play some video. See that? We could do this all day. Sometimes (laughs) I wear, I have a logo shirt and people are like, what does PSVG mean? I'm like, it means play some video games. And then I walk away. I like to act mysterious. Like, where are you going? You're waiting for, aren't you waiting for this cup of coffee? You need, you need like little smoke bombs. Just like drop a smoke bomb and then like scurry away. I don't ever run away. I drop the smoke no, bomb yeah, just... and I'm still standing there staring yeah. at them. Yeah. Or glitter in the air. Just throw it in the air and like magic. <laughs> That's actually more likely. Just glitter bomb people. You'll never be able to see again. Ha ha ha. You know, this is why I'm that, this all links up to what I'm playing. This is why I'm a terrible assassin, but I'm <laughs> being a Viking. Okay. Use glitter or use. <laughs> I have no ability to be stealthy at all. I call my Assassin's Creed Valhalla playstyle. Oops, everyone saw. Me. <laughs> or I tried to be sneaky and then murdered everyone with these axes. Um, so I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and basically, like, they give you so many opportunities to be an assassin, and I'm just like, but I'm a Viking lady, and she has so many cool weapons, so I'm just gonna run at these guys and figure it out. That's what yep. I'm gonna. I. That's my play style. I actually really love this game, uh, despite its Ubisoft jank. It's 
initial like the jankening from the first like month of the movie <laughs> game and i'm playing it on on series x and i've heard that it is slightly less janky on the xbox but who knows at this point um but it's that that game's gorgeous it's huge there's so much to do that I'm overwhelmed. Like I boot it up and I open up the map and I'm like, nope, no, scary. <laughs> Get on boat, find things to murder. Let's start there. <laughs> so I'm really digging it. I uh, I would, I really loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey a great deal, largely because I really value their female characters. I like the way they write their female assassins. I liked Evie Fry. Um, I liked Cassandra a whole lot because she's like an endearing meathead. <laughs> that's the best way I know how to describe Cassandra. Like she's a meathead. She's not the, the sharpest or the wittiest, but she's like she's lovable and she wants to do the right thing. And I think the character they've written for Valhalla, it's the same idea. Like she mm. she does care about people, and she's actually maybe a little bit more witty. <laughs> she's less slightly less meathead. Um, but I can't <clears throat> ooh I can't gush enough about this game. I'm really impressed by it. It's beautiful and it runs pretty well for all things considered. And yeah. it's just. I'm having a blast. Mark, are you playing this one too? I am. Yeah. So, uh, I, I've been playing this for a bit and I'm, I'm still working on it and, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of similar feelings really. Um, I, I love this series as I've said before, and, uh, you're, you're spot on with, you know, this protagonist, whether you pick male, female, I'm, I'm thinking it's the same or let the animus pick, which is the, the, uh, apparently the Canon response, which is, is kind of cool. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, I, I find it, yeah, very kind of endearing and reminds me of, I think my personal favorite black flag where yes. I liked that one because you were a pirate and most of the Assassin's Creed games, it's like, I'm going to sneak up and do this thing. And in that one, it's just like, Nope, Nope, Nope. I'm going to drive a boat and stab you in the face. And this one's kind of the same. It's like, you can sneak up or double ax that person right in the throat and uh, like just scream and light things on fire. It's great. There's a button to light things on fire. Come on. Game of the year. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this Viking stuff in my house. Let's go. I agree. Like that's and like I don't know about you, but I've I've spent it's funny. My husband and I got into the uh the history show Vikings, like mm -hmm. right before this came out. And there are there are cross references of yeah. people Similar through that. Like too, huh? Yeah, and I'm just like, oh and I think at least one voice actor who did a part for that show is in this game, which I thought was cool. I don't know who it is, because someone told me it's a spoiler, so I haven't Googled it. I don't look. <laughs> yeah, I just like let's I'm here for the murder, guys. I'm not here for the sneaky stuff. I'm bad at it. <laughs> yeah. So. And when you want to be a little smarter, you can try flighting instead of uh, instead of sneaking, which I love. There's like rap battles in this game, essentially. And it's like if you had asked me a few years ago, like, what do they need to add to Assassin's Creed to continue this franchise? Rap battles would never have been a thing like Viking rap battles. Viking rap thing. battles. Yeah. Not, not modern day rap battles. No, no, no. no. It no, reminds not me. No. Did you, <laughs> did you guys ever play the O Sir games? Like, there's O Sir Insult oh. Generator and O Sir, uh, like Hollywood Roast, uh, and they're basically like flighting games. Like, they're they're a little bit more drawn out, but that's basically you just throw insults at each other, uh, and they have to kind of like make sense and keep a certain cadence and all that kind of stuff. And whoever gets it most, like, it's almost you throw together like combos of insults um, and that this, this little mini game inside Valhalla gives me such O-Sir vibes. And I love those games because they're so quirky. So 
yeah, like I'm I'm loving every second of, of Val. It's it's great. It's it's well, such if, a fun experience. I was gonna say if you guys like that type of of of, of rap battle in Jackbox, uh, which I'll talk more about later, but there is a rapping robot game called Madverse City, and <laughs> the, the robots rapping are hilarious because you're just composing your own verses. Um, yeah, it's pretty excellent. I have seen a lot of video of people playing that. It makes me giggle every time because the delivery is so stupid and it's also good. I love I love their presentation. You know, it makes it excellent. Get a bunch of square white people rapping. Nothing is better. (laughs) Yeah, That's why it's so funny in this because it's Vikings. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you could not be more Nordic. You are all of Nordic. (laughs) Like you're so you're so fair skin. It's so good and so funny. Like you have no and a lot of them have no ability to do this, which are the funniest moments. Like there was at mm-hmm. least one I ran into where the dude was terrible at it. Yeah. The, and uh, it was faceless. Yes. I yeah, loved that scene. That she's such just such a great little scene. I'm, I'm playing the female <clears throat> Abor and she's just sitting there like practically rolling her eyes and very <laughs> um, and it was just very good like face acting delivery. I'm like, yeah. this is this is a good video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh there and there's like yeah, so they, there's there's that little bit, and then, uh, but it goes so serious at other points where you're picking who, uh, pretty early on, you're picking who a traitor is, and I don't know about you guys if you've hit this part or or whatever, but like yeah, right up yeah. until the end, I was like, uh, maybe it's probably this guy, but it could be anyone. Please don't like hold this against me if I'm wrong. I and like I think I was that. right. You, I stressed I about that so much. I looked it up after the fact because I didn't want to spoil okay. myself. and ended up being right. But, like, okay. I went I went full Batman Arkham Detective. Oh, yeah. Trace. 100%. I was taking that wrong. Do they normally have that? I mean, so I will say I'm not normally an Assassin's Creed guy, game, Assassin's Creed guy, uh, because inevitably they always bring in the, you've been detected, run away. And I'm like, Ugh, I do not like this element whatsoever. I don't like it. I'm supposed to be, it's like, if I'm supposed to be a really good assassin, my idiocy should not make me that bad. It's like, if you're playing James <laughs> Bond, he's not going to make a stupid dumb still. I'm like, it's not for me. But I I, I liked Odyssey. So I like that because it kind of basically said, stealth doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's not really, it's it's now Witcher. It's now a Witcher yeah. game. And it's really what it is now. Um, And Witcher did a lot of those decisions where what you would do would have connotations and you might not make the right decision so is this something new to the series pretty much usually yeah. it's like stab this person in the face here's your contract yeah yeah exactly like i don't even in odyssey which was very like and and origins they had more character development to them and in valuable ways in the world not just of your character but i don't remember them giving you like these kinds of obtuse objectives like figure yeah, it no. out you know what I mean? And there's more of that in this world, too. There are straight up puzzles to solve and pieces mm-hmm. to put together. It's rad because you wouldn't expect that in a war Viking game where there's a burn it button. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's uh, so like, at yeah, odds with what you expect. It is. And and one one thing I will mention, uh, she she's not a Viking or he or whatever. Eivor is not a Viking or, or not an assassin. Sorry. They're, they're Viking first. Uh, they're they're not an assassin. Uh, if you know, you do get the hidden blade fairly early on, but the the assassins guild is is separate from you, and they're you're aligned on certain things. But you will notice when you do the leap of faith, you do not hear the eagle screech, and that is because you are not an assassin. So she straight up, just butt falls into piles of leaves. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like it's probably a cannonball. It's like like this is. Yeah. Probably- <laughs> endearing meathead do you know what i mean just like yeah 
Cassandra, Cassandra wasn't graceful either. She had a spear and she was like, yeah. well, I'm Greek. I'm going to solve my problems <laughs> this way. You know, there's a literal wrestling scene in that game, like a Greek wrestling. scene. It's ridiculous. So but this one, I think that's what makes whichever gender you choose so endearing. They're like they feel like a person who exists in this world and has reason to want to interact with the Assassin's Guild, but isn't them. And I I like that better personally because mm-hmm. you can just whoops oops all murder instead yeah. of oops, sneaky <laughs> you know, like, you like that like you can have some oops all murder in this one so yeah okay. yeah it's pretty great i like it a lot so besides that i like the duality of this is fantastic i got my series x and i turned on valhalla and then i immediately said cool vikings and then i was like how does tetris effect connect <laughs> on this? <laughs> I have no in between. It's either oops all murder, ooh, ooh shapes in pretty colors. Like I'm like ten, you know. Uh, spoilers: Tetris Effect Connect is really good on this box. It's very, it's a good game. Period. If you like Tetris or you like Luminous, it's a great mm-hmm. game. Um, it's one of those puzzle games that you turn out the lights, you put on your headphones, and you just kind of get lost in the vibe for an hour, and you forget whatever it was that you were worrying about because Tetris happened. Mm. An acid trip. I, I don't comparison point, but it's uh, it's on Game Pass. I will evangelize that until I die. Uh, it's worth checking out. I would definitely download it. It's very pretty, and the music is fantastic. So yeah, that's the uh, it's the what is that? That's the because there was a version on PSVR, um, and then this is the version that has essentially uh, co-op or or online play. Yeah. I effectively have not looked at yet, and I should have, because this is the only thing new to this game. But I was just like, no, no, back to journey mode. Let's do this again. <laughs> let's do this again, and then let's taunt my friends and play in master mode, because Tetris is the only game I'm really actually good at. Uh, and clear, like, 160 lines and make fun of people on Twitter who can't keep Damn. up. So. It's the only game. I, Look. I would definitely be one of those people that can't keep up. My like, oh. at, like Poyo Poyo Tetris, my wife just, like, mops the floor with me, and I'm just like, let's play Smash Brothers, you son of a gun. <laughs> And uh, she's just, no, she's just like, no, like, I'm just going to take you to school on Tetris and Poyo Poyo and then, like, just is, make fun of you. This is how I make myself feel good around my kids, actually, because I'm also playing Tetris 99. It's like the only thing I'm using my Switch for right now because, <laughs> uh, you know, look, OK, I'm yeah. good at uh, but I'll play that in front of my kids and my son will go, I could do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can't even totally enjoy He's like, how do you do that? I'm like, I have played like 500 hours of this video game. Okay. I've earned this through blood, sweat, and carpal tunnel syndrome. All right. <laughs> uh, that's what you're playing go. on the ce- ceiling, actually. It's not yeah, actually. It's Tetris. actually you're always Tetris. Tetris. If I was going to have a Beth Harmon moment, it's Tetris, which is a thing. And there's actually a book about the history of Tetris called The Tetris Effect. And the, the idea of you closing your eyes and still seeing the, the block falling and piecing them together is like a total thing that psychologists describe but that happened to me with oh man what was the puzzle game on uh on ds with oh shit medios uh, oh, the one where you yes. like would them by drawing with the stylus i haven't thought about that game in a long because that was music was that music so it had like aliens had or something the, like that or right, aliens, medios, yeah and spaceships and medios, you would send yeah, yeah medios that's the one for sure um, yeah, 100% Tetris effect, only it was Meteos effect. I got ridiculously hooked on that game. And, good. like, still remember those, like, acid yep. trip dreams about, like, Meteos when I, like, try to go to sleep. And it's just like, no, yeah. what if I do this? No, and it's like, your brain's this. making this up. Uh-huh. There's no game programming this. 
Yeah. Why are you broken? So no, it's, it's good it's to know just, that's a thing. Yeah, it's totally a thing. And that book is actually, by the way, Tetris Effect is a really interesting like history of Tetris because it's complicated because it was developed in the Soviet Union mm-hmm. during a challenging time in history. So like getting Tetris out of the Soviet Union is fascinating. Like it's worth mm. reading. Very well told tale. Um, so yeah, so Viking murder, lots of Tetris. And then the only other one that I have is that I've been playing. I finally installed Miles Morales. A couple Ooh. of weeks ago. I'm hoping someone else is playing this too. I think Todd. Yes, I am. Are you playing it on what what platform are you playing on? PS5, because I make questionable choices with my financial. <laughs> well, you made very <laughs> lucky choices because I don't know how you got it because uh, not many people do. I got very lucky. Um, the PS5 I got exceptionally lucky with. A notification popped up on my phone on Twitter, and it was for Target, and I clicked it and got a pre-order, and they still shipped it, and it got here. Target's uh, good. I got two systems good. from Target. Target was good. Did you? Are you playing it on PS4? PS5. Okay. Yes. It's, you know what? I want to align it with. Did you play Infamous Second Son? I played Infamous Second Son. I played uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, which is very much in those veins. So you get Infamous Second Son, and you got Infamous First Light, which was mm-hmm. in the same, but it was a different yep. character, and it felt completely unique. This is that yes. exact same experience. It. He's a cooler Spider-Man to me. I always liked Miles better than Peter. Peter's a nerd, and while I self-identify, Miles is cool. Okay. He's a cool nerd, because he's also very smart, too. Yeah. He is. He's very intelligent, but he's just, he's got this panache to him that Peter doesn't have. Like, the way he moves, more more than the way he speaks. He's like, got the way some he, swagger. Uh, some and, style. And he's, like, lanky and awkward when you're swinging through the city, so when you mm-hmm. do some of his aerial tricks, like, his legs just feel like they stretch out forever. It's... He feels unique, and in a game where you didn't, I didn't expect that. I think that's really cool. Like, how much time have you put in, Todd? Where are you at? Uh, I'm pretty far. My son already beat it, and he's taunting me. He's like, "Dad, don't look at the screen." Thank you. My son is better than me at video games. That's okay. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm very. I, I, I I, I don't know. I've got to be close to the end, but I am thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I enjoyed the uh, Spider Verse mode. Have you Have you tried that yet? Yeah, I saw it in the options, and I was like, let me go through the bulk of this the first time, or at least get myself situated, because I haven't played um, Spider-Man since it originally came out. So okay. it's been a minute, and I was like, oh, God, the flying through the air is uncomfortable. That's right. <laughs> so, yes. Um, so I'm kind of, I want to do it, though. I'm so glad they included that. That's so cool. The costumes are phenomenal in this. They've got one, you look like Daft Punk. I mean, you've got, like, these cool-ass <laughs> headphones. You've got, like, LEDs going on. You've got a hood for no reason, kind of like Spider Gwen. And it, it, it's it's just some of the costumes are just phenomenal. I'm like, oh, it's so good. And I've been going back and forth between performance and uh, quality mode. I think it's quality, fidelity mode. Yeah. And yeah. it's really impressive. It's one of the few games I've seen where 30 to 60 in the movements just seem like, wow, that's amazing. And I've always had this interesting feeling about the effects that we're all so excited about, you know, ray tracing and things like that. Sure. Most games, you're going so fast. I don't think most people notice those things anyways. In movement, I, I agree with you. And actually, I've made this point on a number of podcasts where people keep asking me to join them for some reason. Uh, developers have gotten really good at faking stuff like ray tracing. Mm-hmm. And in making their lighting believable enough so that when you are moving through the world, you're like, yeah, yeah, there's a reflection there. And your brain mm-hmm. fills in the lights, you mm-hmm. know? So while it is cool, and I have marveled at some puddles, don't get me wrong, I would almost rather have that 60 frames with the resolution. Yeah. Because it's, I, I want those frames. 
real bad, especially mm-hmm. in a game that moves yeah. this fast. Like I like it. So I don't know. Yeah, unless yeah, you're, you're unless you're doing photo mode or something like that. Yeah, for the most yeah, part, especially in a game like this, you're zipping through so far, so fast, and it, it's the same thing with Assassin's Creed. Yep. I found like I I wanted to get some better pictures of my wolf mount horse thing, and I was like, I need to turn on quality mode and just like get some good like reflection of light through the trees and the wolf's like individual hairs. And just like, yeah, I'm a badass Viking on a wolf. And then I just turn it back on performance. Cause I want it silky smooth when I chop someone's head off with two axes. I find Mor- Morales is like, because that is that almost vertigo inducing sensation of mm. falling. I yep. need the frames or I'm just like, Oh no, my stomach does not enjoy that. I'm just maybe a little sensitive to it. Oh boy. <laughs> Give me your frames, please. Like, oh. There are some uh, weird bugs in the game, though. Oh. <laughs> Logan, Logan left the the game on um, uh, on just rest mode. He came back, and the game looked like it was fast-forwarding, like when he's in the subway. It was so weird. I'm like, what is going on? And I, there's been, like, bugs where Spider-Man is now a light pole. Like, you can sure. swing as a what? light pole. It's just so bizarre. I just love some of these things. Nothing is ever... N- the game is not broken or anything on us, but it's just funny that some of these things are happening. And sometimes I think it's because of the clock speed in these mm-hmm. systems where they can do weird things when they're, you know, just... just it's, a, it's a fast CPU, fast GPU. So, you know, there's some things that are just going to be interesting as we go through this generation. Um, I do have one question about... Uh, to you, Mark, about AC Valhalla, and maybe you also have it, Elaine, is the wolf mount. Can you get it... If you didn't pre-order. Yeah, I think it's it's available in the store. Yeah. So it's like a yeah, cosmetic like, store. You, you have to buy it. But like. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so, get to it's a wolf. ride a giant wolf. Like just I, buy it. But it's like a costume on the, the horse. It's though, a costume on a horse. It's, it's so like, stupid. Like well, kind of. Right? But like it's still like it, it will like it howls. It doesn't sound like a horse. Like it it, it, it changes the the not only the aesthetics, but everything about it. Like it growls, it howls. If you get off, like it's still like, you'll hear it howling in the distance, even if you're running off to do some kind of thing. And it like, you know, growls at other animals and stuff. Like it's, it's not like they just reskinned a horse. Like they, you know, they, yeah. they put a bit of effort into it. It really needs to be an attack wolf though. I, yeah, I would, I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Yes. I'm disappointed by that, but it even runs to me. It runs more like a wolf, and I haven't looked at it side mm-hmm. by side because horses have a different gait than oh, like yeah. a, a dog-like creature. And yeah. I think they got that right. Um, and I want to say it was in the Berserker pack. I want to say that's the pack that you can get that has that piece. But I'd have I to go look. By that, so I'll just yeah. be sad the rest of the episode. Just, I'm just gonna look. I just want to ride on a wolf in real life, so I'm just living. I'm living all of my dreams to this video <laughs> game. <laughs> all of them. Isn't that in what is it? Um, the the anime. Uh, uh, oh, what is the anime? Uh, the where the, the she's the princess Mononoke. That's, yes, yeah. yes. There you go. It's one of the things that I won't let my children watch because it's that one's a little more on the dark side. Sad too. Very, very yeah, sad. Well, yes, the, we started with Totoro because Totoro okay. has a happy ending, and I needed that with my children because they're they're prone to cry. I cry too. Okay, kids, I get it. I cry all the time. So. Yeah, I like I like Miles, and I I'm excited to uh, invest more time into it. I I know it's going to be a shorter experience. I'm kind of glad <laughs> there are a lot of huge video games out right now, so I'm like, yes, give me your 10 to 15 hours of Spider-Man. Oh, God. oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I, that's why I'm excited. I, mean, I can knock these out and be done, and then it's like, oh, Cyberpunk's coming. Oh God, I'll be playing no. that. 
I haven't <laughs> Watch Dogs yet. It's sitting there. It's in cellophane. It's like this is or and Demon Souls. Like I have a list. I've checked it multiple times, much more than Santa Claus would, and it's just still overwhelming. Like, and then Cyberpunk's like, hey, hey, girl, you want to play a 200-hour video game? No! Yes! You want a game you can't play in front of the kids? <laughs> <laughs> I can play The Witcher in front of them multiple times that I played oh, that one. Oh, wow, okay. Well. So, no kids. Cyber right prostitutes or in, in, in drug <laughs> deals? and <laughs> and sorceresses with questionable attire, guys. Get That's out. That's true. Yes. <laughs> so, sleep. Uh, yes. Uh, Let's... Yeah. Well, excellent. I like. Uh, glad we're covering a lot of the same games. It's kind of nice that mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 nothing's getting left behind. It seems like. And and Mark, I I really want to ask you about Fortnite because okay. you sent me a video and I'm like, I did. How is this even Fortnite anymore? I it doesn't know. even look like Fortnite anymore. Were you in the event that happened today? Because my kids were I like, was. My kids play Fortnite, and so they were like, we're not going to do it, Mom, because last time the server crashed, so we're just going to watch it. (laughs) So here's how dedicated I am, and I play Fortnite like every second night or so or a couple of times a week with my nephew uh, who lives on the other other side of the country, so this is how we connect. And uh, and I have a few other friends that play, but uh, but Jensen is, is my main Fortnite bro. Uh, and I, I love playing with him because, uh, you know, this year has, has uh, limited our, our, uh, and not, well, completely taken away. I can't even say <laughs> limited, uh, completely taken away our ability to, to get together. Uh, so Fortnite's awesome. But the event today was so badass uh, because it was a one-time only event and it happened at my local time, 5 p.m., which is also exactly when I got off of work. I love the Xbox remote play feature because I was able to log in to my Xbox from I brought I brought my controller to work and I was able to log in <laughs> at four o'clock. Yes. Legitimately, like there's a new guy at work and he's like sitting, we're talking and stuff, and it, like my little alarm goes off because I'm ridiculous. And I was like, one second. I have to log into Fortnite. And he's like, what? And I ripped the controller out of my bag and like prop up my phone <laughs> and connect. And he's like, are you serious right now? I was like, yeah, they told me to show up an hour before the event starts. I got to log in. And it go like, but like at an hour, like it wasn't, the event wasn't ready. So it took a little bit and I'm just like still doing my work. The controller's sitting next to me and whatever. And I logged in. But the kicker is, if you log in on your phone on remote play and then close your phone, it will shut off the Xbox because mm-hmm. it thinks you're not playing anymore. So oh. I had to get my wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is true love, kids. Everyone pay attention. What's <laughs> wrong, honey? What's wrong? Are you okay? <laughs> Could you turn the Xbox back on, dear? <laughs> no. Here's We practiced this last week. This is, I didn't know this is what so cute. Happen. I can't stand it. I know. It's this like is getting ready for the pregnancy. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I'm having uh, this so moment of just joy right now. <laughs> <laughs> we practiced last week because I didn't know what would happen if I just shut off my phone. Like, would it stay on? Would it shut off? And it shut off. And I was like, okay, we're going to have to do this. So I'm going to have to log in. And then you're going to have to turn on the Series X controller, move my character around a bit so you take over, and then I can shut off my phone and it will stay there because I, I tested every scenario. Uh, so that's what she did. I like called her from my watch because I was using my phone. Um, so thanks, Apple, for giving me options to, to do things. I guess I could have used my work phone, but I'm ridiculous again. So, uh, so, <laughs> so called her. I was like, all right. Series X controller, move cap around. He's currently standing on the helicarrier watching Galactus, like just in the distance. So she's like, okay, I can see it. She's like, there's other people running around. I was like, that's fine. I'll be home in 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so I, I hope you the, bought her something pretty for this or something, oh, whatever I, she enjoys. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Finn, sorry, Finn. Finn's having a fit right now. You're like that actually happened. <laughs> I was like, okay, can you do it? She's like, no, the the baby's freaking out. I was like, okay, just get through it when you can. Don't worry about it. So, um. So luckily yet? the event was delayed. Yet? Are you done yet? Did you do yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. It's the baby alive. Um, Move the sticks, please. Oh God, I'll bring pizza. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So uh, luckily the event was delayed, so it didn't start directly at five. So I was able to get home and get comfortable and, uh, and took part of the event and it was wild. So Galactus came at the Island. Uh, everyone's on the helicarrier. He smacks the helicarrier out of the, out of the air. Uh, you start falling and then Iron Man flies up to you, throws you a jet pack. And then like Galactus takes a couple more swings at you. And then Iron Man just kind of teleports you inside a battle bus. That's full of bombs. And he's like, fly at Galactus and take out all these little things he's throwing at you. And like Galactus is trying to eat everything. And, uh, you're, you're just like shooting things in the air, like Star Fox style. What? And, and then you do a trench run, and this mm-hmm. is the video I sent Todd, a trench run on Galactus's arm while Iron Man plays ACDC through the battle bus. And Thor's <laughs> on the side, right? What? Isn't Thor on the side of the bus? And the Thor outside? was hanging that's on where the side of the want, bus. That's where I would want hanging off the side of the bus, if yeah. I'm being yeah. frank here. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so it was just badass, and then everything kind of went black, and it was like, to be continued, season five starts tomorrow. Um, so that's it. Uh, how Season did five? How did Fortnite put together a better piece of Marvel content than the Marvel Avengers game did? Bingo! Right? I, I just, just want to sit here and say it because that's a good piece of. Because first of all, Galactus is a great enemy. Like that's a yeah. that's a good ass piece of content. And mm-hmm. I'm disappointed that that kind of stuff was not the whole of that Avengers game. But Fortnite apparently knows how to do this right. That's ridiculous. It was wild. What? Yeah, it was absolutely better. wild. I mean, you get fun. all of the different characters. I mean, you get Daredevil, Wolverine. I mean, yeah. Eh. Weird. Yeah. It's I, kind of- I tossed back and forth of who I'd be tonight, and it, I, I ended up going with Cap. But for a bit, I did uh, while I was <laughs> while I was waiting for her to take over uh, the controller. I was like, okay, maybe I'll be uh, maybe I'll be Ghost Rider. No, no, no maybe because uh, then uh, a few seasons ago, I got um, Star Lord, and I don't think he came back this season to like mm. to buy or anything. So I was like, oh, maybe that'll be a nice rare one to use. But I ended up just going with Cap. Yeah, he's a classic. Okay, yeah. Cap yeah. is a classic. But I just, yeah, my kids like love this stuff too, and they're gonna watch this event, and they're gonna be like, Mom, and I'm gonna be like, All right, I mean, I will sit with you for this YouTube video because I'm terrible at Fortnite. Okay, I'm good at Tetris 99. I'm terrible at Fortnite. I only get one battle royale. All right. This game was designed to be a what tower defense type of game yeah. or whatever yeah, type it was the world mode. And yeah. then they discovered, Oh God, PUBG is really popular. So yeah, then they took it and we're mode. like, just chunk this mode out real quick and spit it out. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. We'll just see if we can pick up some of that money while we build the rest of this game. And now they own a Marvel license. Yeah, like it's, it's wild. It's, they own every license. I mean, yeah, they, they, have see, they have Marvel. They have, I don't know. I what heard else next season, everything. next season, apparently the, uh, the NFL, right? Skin, might be well uh, nfl just happened uh but the top tier skin or one of the skins next season i've heard rumors that it's going to be mando and uh slight spoilers if you haven't been watching uh you know what i'm just going to say the child instead they of saying just, the name. Yes, don't say the name because it ruins say, it for me yes, i'll just the, say the child Harold. So mando and the Harold. child the maybe. child would be the backpack. Harold. I yeah the child i think would be yeah. the backpack 
just yeah. uh, similar to Rocket this season, where yes. he just kind of hung crazy. out. That Which I thought crazy. was fun. Uh, this yeah. game is wild. I love it's watching my kids. I don't and, play it. I just think it's cool. I, I, I have no. I, I'm not good at the game. Logan played for a little bit, and then he kind of fell off. And I think when he fell off, it was when it was like the big giant robot versus the monster. Oh, that was such a great fight. It was very cool too. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah so. So I, I watched. I expected the giant energy. robot to come back and fight Galactus, but it didn't happen. That would have been cool. No, you got time. There's a whole season. That's exactly. <laughs> That's really <laughs> my my Dude, <laughs> So this is this is a good point to pause before uh, we get into a game that Todd and I have been playing. Um, Fortnite looks amazing on Series X, and I we we didn't get a chance to talk about Series X. We talked about oh, yeah, PlayStation Mark, Five you, last you time. You guys both have Series Xs. Yeah. Mark and didn't we, have we his have yet. Series Xs. Yeah. Uh, we, mentioned uh, <laughs> we mentioned how good Xs is. We mentioned how good Valhalla looks. I'm super impressed with like the ray tracing and 60 frames per second locked uh, on Fortnite, pretty much, and. Uh, just different effects and stuff. Even the the screenshots and captures that I took during this Fortnite event, like they look amazing. Like no touch-ups needed. Like it looks yeah. so good. Uh, so what what are your impressions? Uh, while we have a great Xbox guest, what are your impressions of the Series X so far? I that's a really quality piece of hardware. Okay, it looks like a tiny refrigerator that I can put a six pack in. And I understand that not everybody loves that because it does look like you know those little desktop. But anyway, mm-hmm. it is a beefy boy like you turn that thing on and you hear nothing you play a game on it nothing not a sound not a peep um one of my favorite features that they've added is that when you take those screen caps it pushes them to your mobile app like Mm -hmm. you can them right down from your mobile app and then i can tweet them out into the ether and be like look at the dumb thing i did in the viking game (laughs) those little like because it's easy to say right you boot the thing up and it looks the same as your one or one x they did that on purpose you know, you, yeah. you cruise right in and it feels like the same box. Whereas when you boot up a PlayStation 5, it definitely feels like new, shiny and slightly broken. Uh, but, you know, it's weird and I like it, but it's weird. It's but like when thing, you get a new PC. I mean, it's, yeah, oh, it's my new PC. It looks exactly the same, same experience. So I did that. I got my new laptop and I'm like, well, that's exciting. But then you launch a game and you're like, you do the thing. I don't know about you guys, but I launch a game and pick up my phone because I yep. expect to be there for a minute and then i'm hearing noises and i'm like excuse me we're, mm-hmm. not, we're doing this now i've lost a lot of twitter time due to these yeah. absolutely yeah yeah a whole lot of social media time gone down the drain no load times it's way better for my mental health really quite frankly um i'm impressed with how snappy everything feels and nothing mm-hmm. not works perfectly like quick resume is still broken on a few games i would love to have it on and i thought that would matter but because everything boots from cold so fast, I don't care. Like, I'm still cleaving my wait times in into bits. It's wild. And I, Valhalla got patched to allow you to flip between the performance and fidelity modes. And I, I really appreciate that games are giving those options. Like, yeah. give me the choice. Like, let yeah. me choose what I want today, this moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, look, okay, I changed my mind a lot. Let me have those choices. I... I think between some of the tiny features that they've added and the boot times, like that's where I'm most impressed. I'm also most impressed that when I go to navigate the menu to get to something, it takes exactly as many clicks of the stick as I expect it to. There's mm. no lag. If lag, they've reduced that and the yeah. system is you so quick. E- even from the Xbox One X, like yes. it is so much snappier than that. And I wasn't expecting you guys that hear something big of funny a jump. though. Yeah. Um, they actually determined this. The DualSense is actually has less lag 
in the series. Yeah, it's true. They did. It's just, I'm like, mm. Sony hasn't even talked about that. And Xbox talked about it. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. But I'm glad they're both doing that because lag sucks. They reduced it. They they updated their wireless protocols yeah. and reduced how much input lag. And you can, like, I didn't expect to feel it. You can feel yeah. it. Say oh, yeah. That's nice. Difference and speaking of controllers, uh, as someone who has both, uh, both of you guys have have both controllers. Uh, the PlayStation Five controller is doing some really, really, really cool stuff with the haptic feedback, and they're they're taking in my outside looking in. I don't have a PlayStation Five, and I haven't had hands on with one. We're still trying to fingers crossed. We'll get one for my brother this week. Um, what what is your impressions controller wise? Do you like the the evolutionary jump that the Series X has taken, where it's, it's slightly smaller? I actually have two in front of me, and it's slightly smaller, feels a little bit better in my opinion. Agreed. Um, but or or do you wish Xbox kind of stepped it up and and went that extra step like PlayStation's going, which Again, we've we've talked about it on the show. We're scared that it might be used as a gimmick, but it, so far, like Fortnite's on board, uh, Call of Duty's on board. The big games are taking advantage, at least in some small way, of the haptic feedback on the triggers and stuff like that. Uh, how do you guys feel, controller versus controller? I feel like picking up the new Xbox controller is like hanging out with an old friend that you love. Okay, it it's it fits you just right. You know exactly what to expect from it, and it's maybe slightly evolved from where they were a year ago. Do you know what I mean? It's yep. a little bit weightier, which I really appreciate. I like the texture. I think the sticks feel better, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and the triggers, I like the bumpers better. The bumpers are actually a change. Like the, the action on the bumpers feels different. They actually feel like you can slide up and bump them mm. instead of having to hard click them at only certain spots. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels familiar. And for me, on a box that also feels familiar when you boot it up, that makes sense. Like, I think it goes with their theme. I think the DualSense is kind of a revelation. It's a it, it it's the one piece of technology that when you pick it up and, and hold it, makes it feel like, oh, I've got new systems now. Mm. Oh, it's different, you know? Whether or not I think that we're going to end up with, like, those features forever, you know, besides the triggers, I don't know. Borderlands actually is one, if you own a copy of Borderlands 3 and you own a PS5, that's one worth installing. Oh, really? They added they added trigger motion oh. that feels different for every gun. That like, wow. Really. You can feel it in every one, and they even light up the light bar with the with the uh, element. It's, it's, and this is a game that's been out for a while. That I highly awesome. recommend it. Wow. You can get Borderlands 3 for dirt cheap. It's a free mm-hmm. up. Do it. Get it cheap. Get that PS4 copy. Put it in there. It's kind of wild. It's, it's still that's a given. But it to see what that controller can do with those motors. Mm. I think that thing is really cool. Do I think that, you know, we'll be using that stuff in a year or I'll just disable all of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Sometimes it's sensory overload with that controller. I'm like, just chill. You're too much. I will say, I think that the dual sense is a huge upgrade over the dual shock Four in a necessary way. Like it feels like I'm not going to snap in half when I get mad. I was not a fan of the PlayStation 4, like the, the, the not a fan of that controller whatsoever. It's it's so weird. I I don't I, I I maybe I've been playing so long. I can go back and forth, and it really doesn't. To me, it's like no difference. I can go back and That's forth. Do it. The dual the, the 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 PlayStation 3, the DualSense 3 or whatever we call it, DualShock 3 was a piece of junk. Nope. Horrible. <laughs> <That> could... <laughs> yeah, DualShock 4 
better. It's fine. Yeah, still had some issues, short battery life, things like that. The first generation, the the rubber peeled off the sticks for some reason. That That sucked. But then after that, no problems. Um, Now, the new Xbox controller, though... One. Um, it is definitely yeah it's an evolution um it's yeah. definitely more solid even the the i have the red whatever volcano red whatever xbox one controller and i i kind of twist it like this and it feels mm-hmm. like there's a little bit of a snap in it like there's mm-hmm. like a and my stick started turning which is not supposed to do so um it came at the right time my dog also chewed the battery thing off so i needed a new one so i got this for my pc which is great um the one thing it's like i love the the textures they've added which is neat um, yes. I like the D-pad. Now, the one thing about the textures I don't get is they put textures on the, the triggers, but they mm-hmm. have a little bit on the bottom of the bumper. Now, but not the full bumper. I'm like, that's so weird. Why wouldn't you put the texture across the bumper? I never well, even yeah, feel and that. And it's different than last last time. The Xbox One controller, like, hey, if you have the Gears of War Special Edition, there are yeah. some grips on the back, yeah. but not quite as far around yeah. the back as the, the mm-hmm. new one. And the, the trigger grips uh, don't go on the bumper at all. Uh, so th- it is change even even from those like special edition yeah, uh, Xbox hmm. One controllers. Uh, Todd, you've been playing Astrobot. Talking of controllers, this yeah. might be a time for yeah. you to jump into that. Wow, I beat it. Um, that game is special. as Nintendo of a game <laughs> as I've seen, which is fantastic. It is so much fun, and it is such a celebration of, of like PlayStation. Everything they cover, all the things you find are just pieces of just tech that you didn't even remember that PlayStation had, like that weird multi-tap <laughs> that looked like a, a boomerang. Um, I, I don't even know if the boomerang, like the controller, that you know, the the, the prototype PlayStation controller. I don't know mm. if that's in there, but it might be, and that'd be an awesome thing too. But the the way they use all of the haptics plus the triggers. It's just, uh, it's wonderful. I mean, when you're walking across different surfaces, when you're walking across mud, and it does feel like that, the the sounds that are coming from it, um, and I don't know, Elaine, if you wore the monkey suit or the spring suit. Yes, yes. You so zip, I played you zip the up. zip, the feeling oh, of the zip. It feels so cool. I let my kids play that with me. We, we traded turns, and they were like blown away and i actually think having thought back on it and poked in and out of it a little more it's the audio that does it for me oh, coming the from the controller fantastic. it's very good they 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 actually made decent audio not titty sounding nightmares come from it and it sells like sand versus mud and that zip it's very impressive i agree i love it yeah. so much it's it's funny because you know that's a 70 dollar controller but also the pro controller was 70 dollars the yeah. pro controller really only uses a few of the features, I would say, on a consistent basis. The HD Rumble, which is by the same people who made the PlayStation's haptic, I I feel it's wasted by Nintendo. It's like Mm -hmm. Nintendo only did a little bit with it, and they're like, oh, do something with it, because we're not going to really have it really reflect in our games. The um, Amiibo sensitivity is used. I mean, who uses Amiibos anymore? Um, So then it's motion control primarily in some Rumble. But, I mean, that's really what you paid the extra 70 bucks for, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, In this one, you get mics. You get mm-hmm. sound, you get the haptic feedbacks, you get motion. So there's a lot in that controller. But to your point, if they don't use it, which which I'm going to say this, I hate the fact that developers saying, well, if the developers do it, we want the developers to use it. So if the fact that the developers won't do it, that seems that seems disrespectful to people that like the technology. And it can be impactful. And it just seems like that's what makes Sony saying, this is something that's unique to us. This is something that people have said, if it's on the 
if it's to, if it's supported by the DualSense, I will play a Sony game over it because I like that experience. Um, so to me, it just feels frustrating that we have to say that if developers don't do it. I think yeah. there should be an incentive to do it because this is why I own a PC, but PCs aren't special. They don't do things like this. And this is what makes consoles unique. So when people say it's any box, no, it's what everybody brings to the table. It's what Xbox brought to the table with its innovations of certain things. And, you know, they, they did impulse triggers, and those have been used a little bit, but not much. So I, I just hate the, the excuse of, well, if the developers support it. I'm like, if you can do cool things, isn't the whole point about being a dollar? Pushing things, new experiences for the, the player and things like that. It just seems like it's a cop-out, and I'm just kind of tired of it. And I, I really want more people to do things with the Switch Joy-Cons. Yeah. And I want people to do cool things with like like really support the Xbox features like fast resume and smart delivery. And and I think we need to push developers to support those technologies. I think I w- you might get what you want out of this controller because Steam has added support for it and all of its features. So it, when that happens now, when you have the option to link it to a PC, then developers like, per, per, you know, perhaps Bluepoint, who did the Demon Souls, they might say, yeah, if we want to port this, why wouldn't we implement those features? You know, I do hope I hope it. I always want to see them use the cool stuff. I'm here for the cool stuff, you know? For sure. I, I love my Xbox to death, and it's usually the first system I boot up when I want to play something because it's it's an experience that I'm so comfortable in. But that control, this controller is special, and and they sold me with a pack-in. They sold me just exactly. right. Exactly. If, if you buy Sackboy's Big Adventure, it does a lot of those things well, too. And I know the first-party games will do it. I, w- I would like to see more. And Borderlands is doing it with the triggers. So let's like see what people do. I hope in a year we're still having a conversation about the haptics. Because that would too. be and it's not, great. And it's not a one-two switch situation, Mark, right? Oh. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, just through through some messaging earlier. And I still can't believe they're selling that game rather than just packing it. Like it, th- this, you know, holiday pack for, for the Switch, which is, uh, I think, Mario Kart as usual. Uh, why not? throw both of them in for the same price. That should just be packed yeah. in every bundle. If you get the Fortnite bundle of Switch, it should still come with one, two freaking Switch because that game shouldn't be $50. That's they just nuts. show off the controller. Uh, it's it's wild. Um, anyway, let's move on before I get angry with the controllers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's fun. And I will say my friend, uh, Sean Nias, uh, Henry Nias, they're big fans of the show, Mark. Um, they are all in on Xbox on this gen. They missed the Xbox one. So they're like, Oh, they just did that. Like they got three years of Game Pass by doing all the. Yeah, the, the, dude. Oh, awesome. They are loving it. His son is a convert. He likes the dual sense, but it's a little bit heavy for his little hands. But he loves Halo. He loves all those things. So it's like this is the joy of uh, if you missed Xbox One, mm-hmm. it's really the perfect time to come into Xbox. But look, I there, still look at Game Pass and I'm just like, how is this a thing? This is so I, great. I I bought coats from Target for like twenty bucks for three months. Yeah, recently, that yeah. was like deals great. and. There are hundreds of games on that service, games that are incredible. And, you know, like this will lead into one of the news stories that I provided. But like there, I cannot say enough. If you own an Xbox, you should pay for Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It is worth every penny that you will spend on the service. I promise. So for sure. absolutely. absolutely. And I'll just really hit on my game before we talk about the last one, Mark. Jackbox. Uh, and this really goes into game of 2020 for a lot of people is Jackbox. This is the perfect game for everybody to play, whether you're a gamer or you're not. All you have to bring is your phone and somebody to host it. And we've been doing a lot of this. We've been playing with our friends. Um, I just bought, like, uh, I think the first five games are, like, 50 bucks on Steam. 
7 wow. came out, there's always something new and something fun to play. So um, if you're looking for something to play with your friends, just to get together, have an excuse just to see each other's face and, and, and have a rap battle with robots – Get jackbacks, guys. It's it's really it's it's really been a, a godsend and it's really brought a lot of people together for the holidays. So that's a game I, I absolutely love. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so you did mention one last game that we want to talk about, and we were provided a few codes from uh, Ubisoft Canada. So big thank you to the the people over there uh, for Immortals Phoenix Rising. Todd, you've been playing PC. I got Xbox Series X and Switch, uh, which has been a really interesting comparison. So uh, what are your, your initial thoughts of this game? Um, this game makes my PC fans <laughs> storm. And I tell you, <laughs> when you guys talk about quiet systems, uh, PCs are not quiet. I don't nah. care what anybody says. When those GPUs start booting up, and I've got a, a new like Max-Q gpu which is basically it's meant to be thin and light but man oh man they get hot and they put out i mean my son's like dad i can hear for the fan over by the playstation i'm like yeah it's not the playstation it's my pc (laughs) but it's beautiful it's wonderful um the game is a, a a joy and mark and the cool part about this is now with xbox or uh ubisoft connect you can load your games to the cloud and play it anywhere anywhere you own that game which makes it which i've said I don't care about cross-play. I want cross-save. Agree. Hard agree. I I hate the fact that if I'm going to buy it, like I bought Control on Xbox, and on the Xbox One, it was so bad, I couldn't play it anymore. The original base Xbox One S. So I got it on PS4 Pro, and I just started again. I'm like, oh, you're killing me, Jones. I mean, it it was just bad. So you're getting that experience between Switch and Xbox Series X. So how was that going? Uh, it's been really great uh, for my review, uh, and we're, we're very privileged to get a few codes, and I, I didn't expect that when I, I sent in the request, um, but I'm happy that they did provide that. Uh, one one thing I will say, again, we're, we're very lucky to get multiple codes, but you're going to have to really love this game to buy it multiple times, oh, yeah. or any game, really. Um so that's that's one thing. But I, I'm, I'm loving this game and I'm loving that uh, for the review. I was able to play on my switch on the go. I took it to my parents place. I was playing, you know, all over the house, upstairs, downstairs with the six month old baby. It's it's very convenient to not be tied to a single room when I'm trying to play something, especially playing through it in an intense kind of fast paced kind of way for review kind of purposes or be able to talk about. Um, but also being able to literally instantly throw my save up to the cloud, download it back to my Xbox series X and take advantage of again, quality and performance mode, getting that like dynamic lighting and shadows and reflections and all that kind of stuff. And I I've taken some screenshots of this game too, and it is phenomenal like looks especially on xbox and the, the it's no slouch on switch i'm very impressed with how it runs on switch because it is running on those next generation platforms and that's one thing i think a lot of people are worried about is switch going to be left behind because you know going from playstation 4 and xbox one to switch just kind of you know turn off a couple of knobs in the game code or however the magicians make things take out the pixels Uh, exactly you know take out the pixels and a couple of uh doodads and whatever and you're you're good um 
but this, you know, it, it runs really well. It looks, uh, it looks great, but man, the, the screenshots that have been taken from the series X are just like, I don't know if it's the animation style or something, but it looks like you're taking shots of some kind of like DreamWorks picture or something like that. I, I got to send you some screenshots, but, um, I'm really enjoying this. I do find the games kind of weird in that it looks like a DreamWorks movie, but it'll just hand your ass right to you. And oh. God, I think you've been oh. having the same kind of experience where it's like, this is like some dark souls level. Like, Hey, I can take out that Cyclops. And then the Cyclops just bends you in half and makes you kiss your own butt. And then just throws you into the ocean. And you're like, what? what just happened? I just did like how like, and, and I think it's kind of breath of the wild style where mm-hmm. you can run into the wrong part of breath of Absolutely. the wild too early. Yeah. And you know, that, that happened. I think it was uh, Bobby, the Nintendo guru. Uh, also Bobby, hope you're getting, I, I've heard that he's on the men. So, yes. you know, just keep, keep uh, sending the love to, to Bobby. But uh, <laughs> I think we were comparing stories and I, I climbed a mountain and ran into um, what are the like the horse lion demon things? Oh, the, in Breath hi, of the not Wild, Hinox. The, it's a it's a. Um, I know what you're talking about the yeah. Anyway, Centaur those yeah. the, those sons of guns. Uh, so I, I ran into one of those way too early, and it just like threw me off a mountain. And I was like, "What the actual hell was that?" And Bob was like, "I didn't run into <laughs> one of those yet." And uh, so that you know, but like I, that can happen in this game, I think. But uh, does it happen too often or, or what? But um, I don't know. I, I am loving this game overall, and I love the back and forth between the narrators, and I think that's kind of a cool gimmick. But also at the same time, I think they kind of cross some lines a little bit too <laughs> much maybe yes. that maybe yes, you don't do. want your kids listening to the dick jokes and ah. uh, the things about like balls falling into the ocean. I don't know. Like maybe you do. It's <laughs> it's like Sit Stellar under. and Waldorf meets Beavis and Butthead. And sure. I love it. I absolutely love it. But okay. I can get why it can turn some people off. So, uh, Todd, as, as someone who has a, a kid who might be listening or playing this game, how are you feeling about everything I just said and more? Well, it's a, it's a conundrum because it is like the Looney Tunes or the Simpsons or it's like basically it, it can be very body double entendres. Uh, it plays at multiple levels because to look at it, it does look like like I told you, Mark, this looks like um, Ubisoft wanted to make Kid Icarus. It kind yeah. of feels that way. Sure. I kind of wish it was or wish it had Kid Icarus content, just like Starlink had Star Trek yeah. content. That would have been very cool. But this game is like Assassin's Creed mixed with Breath of the Wild. Um, if you're familiar with Assassin's Creed, the leveling and everything, the armors, it, it, it kind of feels that way. Although it's interesting because the armor is never um, what I would say uh, wasted. Because the armor Mm -hmm. is not, like, leveled up. It has special abilities. So you don't feel like, oh, I'm never going to use that armor again. It's uh, context-sensitive in a way. Like, like one gives you an extra uh, piece of stamina. One gives an extra heart. One is for specific type of enemies. When you level up, it does more things. So Mm -hmm. it's really how you want to look. Which, it's funny, because you can either wear the helmet or not wear the helmet, but wear the helmet. <laughs> Which, if you get it, it's kind of like, I want to see my pretty face, but mm-hmm. I don't want to see the ugly helmet, or vice versa. Which, yeah. some of the armor looks really cool. The the weapons are cool. You even get really a companion, badass. who is a, uh, a, a phoenix, 
mm-hmm. but you can change the phoenix to a different type of bird if you want and the power-ups you get are fantastic you have essentially the 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 magnetic system of like the um uh, that that zelda had where you can pick up boulders and i found the boulders first time you throw a boulder at a cyclops's face it's just so satisfying you do so much damage so i'm like i just need to find a place with a lot of trees that i can (laughs) chop down and then that's so cool because i didn't think oh you can chop down the tree and then throw it oh that is so cool Mm -hmm. and uh, the puzzles aren't that great. You have shrines, essentially. That's where you get, like, uh, all the different things. And oh, some are yeah. okay. Some are good. Um, and like Mark said, it's very hard to tell if you're in an oh, crap moment where <laughs> I shouldn't be here. Because there's nothing to tell you except maybe if they have a little bit of a the, – the enemies have a little bit of a different tone to them. Almost like they're hellions if they have, like, lava on them or something like that. But mm-hmm. – only played a couple of uh, bosses but when i told you mark i'm like i'm going up to this one part uh and i'm like i couldn't even do any damage i'm like i'm not doing any at all and i'm like what do i need to do so i took it down to easy i'm not down to story yeah. mode yet but i'm it's yeah. not easy but I, <laughs> I did but the I same like, thing yeah but i mean it's it's very fun to explore the traversal is very cool i i realized um it's very easy um and i do this with mark there's like you can control your arrow when you shoot that that's very cool i love that did you know that you can use your stamina at the same time like you can eat all of their mushrooms while you're doing the, the oh, yeah. arrow yeah i didn't realize I used that to do one of the puzzles uh where yeah. you shoot it like through the circles yeah. or whatever and i was going like a like really really far fire. distant one and it was running out and i was like no 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 mushroom time yes. uh sounds <laughs> wrong but uh, yeah, anyway, I was getting yeah, uh, all up in my mushrooms, and uh, and yeah, I, I completed that puzzle. And it was awesome. And then I went to a part where I got my ass handed to me. So I was like, maybe that should have been a hint. If you can't complete the puzzle with the current stamina, and you have to eat 17 mushrooms to finish it, maybe turn around Not before you run ass. into like you know six enemies that you can't do damage to, and you throw a tree, and it's just like, come on, bro. But um, it is yeah, it's a not gonna fun work. game, and it's neat to have the narration being Zeus and Prometheus kind of squabbling, kind of being goofy, disagreeing. They are Statler and Waldorf, and you get a lot of story there, but there are some cool um, NPCs or some, some characters you run with uh, that are kind of fun. So I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I really yeah. am. So, But it is a conundrum in a lot of levels, like you said, Mark, because it's like – it looks like it's going to be um, goofy and fun and mm-hmm. easy. It's not. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, uh, so. Oh, I was going to say, I'm actually kind of glad to, to hear that in a way, because it's like so easy to write off a game like this based on its looks. Right. Like you look at it yeah. and you're like, oh, it's a kid's game uh, or, oh, it's a Breath of the Wild clone. So it's actually kind of nice to hear that it's got some meat to it and some like uh, heft almost that makes you have to try. So for me, that mm-hmm. makes it more interesting. So now I'm just like over here, like. It's just when I finish the Viking thing, we'll go from the Nords to the Greeks and that 100%. mythology. You know what I mean? And if you like Greek mythology, you are well, going to laugh and yes. laugh. Like I said, the the thing is that was it Aphrodite? I think they were talking about the yes, the yes, pearl the in the ocean. Yep, was, yep. And the whole time, it's like I wasn't a pearl, bro. It wasn't a pearl. That is not how the story went. Who told you this? And he's like, my grandfather told me this story. And it's like, "Mm -mm, no, 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 no. That's not how it went. And it's so good. And if you like, oh, man, it's so good. And then he finally has the realization. He tries to be a good guy. Yeah. It's just it's there's so much great humor. And then other and then like they but they don't hide anything. And that's what I love about like they're, they're like there's one part. And again, where I got my ass kicked and it was like. That cow looks familiar. It's like a cow statue. 
And it's like, yeah, that's the that's the woman that you uh, you turned into a cow so you wouldn't be tempted anymore. And he's like, mm, yeah, she's still looking good. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's this game rated? Yeah, is it is it rated M for mature? I don't think so. I don't think so. Is it really enough entendre? Like an triple entendre? Maybe I don't know at this point. It's kind of but it's kind of like Shrek. I was playing it. And yes. I was talking to my brother, and he was like, it's kind of like Shrek because like. The donkey can be like, I'm going to do some things to that dragon. And kids are just like, haha, donkeys. <laughs> and like most it's adults. Rated are like, it's what rated did he just say? Is it rated T for teens? So Shrek is also rated T for teens. So you know okay. what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The same line. Basically, if you don't use the F word, you yeah. can get away with a lot. Uh, Pretty yeah. much. You can talk yeah. about kind of making a, babies uh, with donkeys and dragons. You don't like uh, heck anybody's head off or anything. They just kind yeah, of no. uh, dissolve into the you know, okay. ether. To the it ether. is satisfying to see them like fly in the oh, air and dissolve while they're flying through like a comet. It's uh, I'm I'm really loving this game. So I am too. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's it's different. It's a very different game to play this holiday season. And I think it's a nice option for people like yourself, Elaine. If you have younger kids or something like that, they want a game that's going to challenge them. My son at a younger yes. age really wanted open world games that were appropriate, and there weren't many there because there was like, oh yeah, you got to do this, but there's going to be nude women. There's going to be yes. like grotesque killing and things like that. this one you can definitely give it to them and you can feel like yeah they're probably not going to get all the jokes but they're still gonna have a lot of fun with it so i think it hits a lot of levels versus like because at this point ubisoft has a lot of adult games you've got cyberpunk that's an adult game right. and between that what do you have basically of age of calamity and then this so this is something for everybody which is kind of nice. I, I'm tempted, and I want to talk about the Switch version briefly because both of my kids have Switches. And I have an mm-hmm. eight-year-old daughter who uh, wrecked through Breath of the Wild. Every shrine, every secret, wow. YouTubed everything she wanted to see, hunt down all the – she has – and then she goes, I'm going to create a new profile on my Switch and do it again, mm-hmm. right? So this all game right. speaks to like this. And well, there's a lot of content. Yeah, it's like, and she likes the this type yeah. of challenge. Like she's they're better at video games than me. They're eight and ten. So does it, Mark, how many how many shrines? I mean, that guide we got the like the the, the guide to tell us basically mm-hmm. how many shrines oh, there oh, were. Right. There's got to be like fifty shrines. That's so, not oh, there, bad. there's a lot of stuff. Anytime you stand on a high point and look through the stage, and that's it's good and bad in a way because it kind of like you're kind of like well, there's every single thing that I can see, but at the same time, like it gives you that carrot to chase after so again approaching this as a review kind of thing where i was like okay i need to know where to go next oh there's the thing um but also approaching it from like an adhd squirrel on cocaine kind of way it was like there's 600 things i need to try to focus but also there's a shiny thing over there that i want to go at and it's like you you know Um, so yeah, I, I had to stop scanning the environment <laughs> at a certain point where I was just like, okay, there's a tower over there and I'm heading to it. And if straight I find line. some ambrosia, cool, but I'm r- literally just going to go in a straight line. And that still doesn't work because I'm a no. squirrel on cocaine. Well, I but played the, the Witcher and it was like, but does it run well on the switch for you? Well, well enough yes. that it isn't frustrating. Yes, it it's not crashing. 100%. The, okay, good. Yeah. That's good. It so might not 30, be 30 FPS, 720 or something like that. Uh, thir- yeah. 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 It, <laughs> Uh, handheld, both handheld and docked. I I think it runs beautifully on Switch. Uh, you don't get those lighting effects and stuff. It might not be quite as pretty at times uh, as Breath of the Wild. And the draw distance, I just mentioned being able to scan the environment from a tower. Uh, you can see a lot of stuff. The draw distance, you will get a little bit more fog on Switch from those locations, but it's sure. still doable because you get a good little rumble or indicators on screen telling you to mark this location. So it really, at the end of the day, doesn't matter. It still looks really, really nice on Switch. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm very impressed. My brother, who's a 
big PC guy was also very impressed with it on switch. Um, it's, it's, it's worthwhile. 2020 oh. has been a hard year. Kids need extra video games for Christmas this Absolutely. year. This is where I stand. It's like I got them each age of calamity. Those are like tucked away in a ready. Yeah. But I think that this is one of those years where I'm like, you guys have gotten to do nothing, so have extra video games. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel the, for, the world you, you know, can like enjoy is in a video game, and for and sure. they love that world and want to sit down in the basement while I play on the Xbox and sit up with their Switches <laughs> and just you know. That's why I have so many pairs of headphones. They're very loud, children. They're wonderful, but. It's exciting you, here. This is good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and if you do want to see comparison, there's really Game Explained has a good PS5 versus Switch, and really, to Mark's point, Perfect. you know, you can see the differences, but it's not where it looked like it was a worse experience from a, from a perspective of it's unplayable. Yeah. And I, I will have a, a written review very shortly on uh, the the uh, where I will be posting some comparison screenshots. Uh, and luckily, there was a Switch update where I can just instantly oh, send yeah, those to my right. phone yeah. or yeah, computer or whatever, uh, instead of sending them to Twitter first and then saving them and then deleting them and all that shit. A 12-step uh, process. So, <laughs> exactly. I have a friend who literally created a secret second Twitter account to do that and then made it p- private. Brilliant, and, and, and I'm had, never like, that nuts. smart. Yeah. He was very clever, uh, and he mostly just wanted them to send to me via text message because he's a yeah. jerk. Like, look what I did. And then I'm like, here, have my Tetris 99 screenshots. Let's go. Want to do that? Uh, so, yeah, there will be some comparisons in that. But, yeah, there, there are already some comparisons out there. So cool. go check those out. Awesome. Well, that is it for what we've been playing. Man, it's been so much fun talking about games. But now we're going to talk about the news because uh, that's what uh, video game nerds love is the news. So we can obsess about things that haven't come out yet or will come out in more games for us to play. So, Lane, uh, you highlighted something that just came out today. Yeah, and we talked about Game Pass earlier, and I will evangelize Game Pass until I can't do it anymore. Um, So they... We got our update to what's coming to Game Pass. There's a lot coming to Game Pass. Most notably, and they've hinted at this recently, Control is coming to Game Pass. Um, in fact, it might even be out either now or, or the end of this week or whatever. Um, this is, it's worth noting, the base version of Control, yeah. which, not the ultimate version because 505 Games has uh, created their own controversy <laughs> around the ultimate yes, version, which was on sale for $20 in the Black Friday Xbox sale, which is honestly cheaper than the season passes for that game absolutely so, i bought it on ps5 hopefully my, tra- my hopefully my save transfers maybe my breath but i hope it oh, does either. i hope it does uh, i will say i played control on a one x and i had still battled mm-hmm. with that game a yeah. bit it mm-hmm. was it would do the thing where i would try to pull the map up and then it would hang coming out of the map every time so if you're going to play this on old hardware fire beware but it's you know if you have game pass it's game pass try it out see if it runs for you if it does maybe buy the ultimate edition if you're really into it because the extra dlc and the series x patch is probably worth it so so the one coming to game pass is not going to have no uh, dlc series not x. the ultimate edition no. oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. yeah not right. the one with the update so you're you're gonna play you're essentially going to be playing yeah. yes, the backwards compatible version, which the horsepower in the Series X will still very likely run much better. Than it, ran. it is not available at time of recording, but I think you're right with it, it hitting deep by the end of this week. So by yeah. the time people are listening to this, I would say you can set your app to download. That's true. And with the new firmware update that hit for the Xbox this week, you can now yes. reload Game Pass games before mm-hmm. they are out on Game Pass and Dragon Quest Eleven definitive edition is hitting game pass so you know i'm just saying that's a good game um and greedfall is also a good game that i think a lot of people may have passed over i started playing that on ps now and i'm like this feels like 
a Dragon Age game or something mm-hmm. from like the late PS3, early PS4, Xbox 360 area. And it's 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 a cool world. It really yeah, is. I'm glad to see them bringing it to Game Pass because I think a lot of people pass right by it. It came out in a in a rough patch for for big games. It's getting it, a, and I think it's getting a, a, a an upgrade version yep. on PS5 and, and Series X as well. So yeah, it's a notable one here, notable for me uh, because it runs best on PC. Is Doom Eternal? Doom Eternal is a fantastic video game, and you play that game on a beefy enough PC, and it is an experience. So. Highly recommend if you have PC Game Pass and you haven't played Doom Eternal, you check that out. Like, I like 2016 Doom better, but not by much. So And it's finally coming out on Switch if you don't have a beefy PC. That's true. Only digitally. Dropping out the, the and, 8th, you can, I think. and it will be 280p. <laughs> I don't know how it's coming on Switch. I don't Here's know. Doom, oh, Doom 2016 I, ran pretty good. Okay. Yeah, but Doom Eternal it ran, like, For what butter. it is, like, I was yes. impressed. I was happy. I think that Panic Button uh, has made a deal with an Elder God because there's yeah. no other way. Whatever deal they made, the people who ported The Witcher 3 also made. And while it's not perfect, you've yeah. made a deal with Cthulhu because there's no <laughs> other way. It's like those things. demasters of those games you see like on the – this is Cyberpunk on the NES. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's like it's they, cool. went to, they went to the devil and the devil's like, I can't help you with that. That's yeah. that's mm-hmm. out of my league. Cthulhu's like, I got you. Come in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So – there's good stuff coming to Game Pass, and if you don't have Game Pass, you probably should. It's cheap. Yeah, and it's and it, based on this list of games, it's like some are coming to Android, some are coming to PC, some are coming to console. It's an interesting mix because mm-hmm. I have Game Pass on PC, so I love it. But uh, like, I still don't have EA Play yet. Um, I still don't have Destiny yet uh, through it. So hey. it's like it's one of those things. Like I just because I know there's a lot of deals. So, like I think Stadia had a Destiny deal, so that's why yeah. it's not there yet. So it's just when like, I'm like keep asking. I'm like, when is it coming to me? Because I really want to play Destiny <laughs> again, and I, I want to play it for free. But uh, one game that looks weird is called Valhalla. Anyone know what that is? So that's a that's a very good game actually. It's an int- if you like story based like um like almost like you know it's just a visual narrative or something. Yeah, visual novel ish. Yeah. Uh, that's a really cool game. I, I, another one I think a lot of people who don't like that style of games may have passed over. But if you have Game Pass, it's like, just load it up, see if you should right yeah. find something you love. Um, I love seeing little games like this. Ukulele is also coming to something. Yeah, the Impossible Air one, which, yes. which is a really cool version. Yeah, Very good game. I like that game a lot. So Yeah, and super hot Mind Control Delete. Yes. A really cool, like, it's it's not even, I think it's even, I don't know, is it a span, standalone, it's an expansion, but it's really cool. Yes, it's good stuff. And so apparently is Call of the Sea, which is a game I haven't gotten yes. around to checking out. And people have said very good things. I think it's also on Switch. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad that it's hitting Game Pass because I want I want an excuse. Like, I want to go to my list and be like, oh, that's new. Put it on my system. So yeah, I think Luke Lore actually um, interviewed the creative director of Call of the Seas thinks she's Spanish. So uh, she just had a really interesting perspective on games and the fact that she she talked about how she got approached to put this on uh, Game Pass at launch. And and it just sounds like it's an interesting way to get games noticed and Mm -hmm. also taken care of at the beginning versus hoping to be found and eventually be put on something like that. So it's a good thing. Yep. So Game Pass continues to be amazing. If you can get yourself, just try. It's just like a... This is one thing I do not understand about opening that series Xbox. Uh, why did you not put at least a month of free Game Pass in that box? Right. 
what yeah. did you do, baby? <laughs> like, give them the first hit for free. Like, this is standard issue stuff. And once you're on Game Pass and you see how much is there, you're like, ah, $10 a month if you're just on console. That's not money. Look you at know, all these videos. You know why I think they didn't? And I, I think you'll see this pop up is because right now it seems like they're sold out of all. It, Phil Spencer's already talked about this. The pe- like, they're not worried about Halo not launching. They're not worried about Game Pass. They're not worried about this, this, and this because the the units that they're producing are selling. Yeah, their early yeah, adopters are all need over to, it. Yep. Uh, you know, I've got Game Pass until sometime next year or Same. whenever. Like, I, I think most of us are in the same boat. It's going to be either this summer or maybe next fall. You'll see them throw in three months, six months, a year of Game Pass Ultimate or whatever it is uh, in the box. I think that's that's the incentive that you'll start seeing. But for all of us people that are just like, I need it. I need it right now. Uh, Halo be damned. Um, I, I think they're just like, oh, man, we don't need to throw anything in with these guys. They're like, what are they going to add three months to their two year right. subscription? So exactly. I, I think that's the reason. And that you're, might be a little right. cynical of me, but, um, well yeah. the data and it's, I'm thinking about this now that I've said that, cause I wanted to make the, what did you do in baby joke? Mostly uh, <laughs> the data supports that 70% of console of new console owners of these Xboxes are attached to Game Pass. Wow. 70% of people who have wild. managed to get their hands on this new box are attached. So that point is made by data, right? Like, yeah. look, guys, you're already in. Yeah, exactly. And it was funny because people said, oh, it's new people. I'm like, no, these the only people that really get into the first are the people that are hardcore. Yeah, we're crazy. Yeah, like, <laughs> I have three years of Game Pass. I do. I Black Friday was very good for Game Pass. Costco, Target, you think this, thank, thank you. Apparently there's a, even a... I don't know, Lane. Maybe you've done this, Mark. You've done this. Apparently, if you unauto like uh, subscribe, they give you a free month. I haven't been able to figure out how to do that, <laughs> Joe. I, uh, like, look, I don't delete. touch things. Just leave it. But, but yeah, it's if you want to be subscribed to Game Pass forever, you can make that happen. But you're right. People who bought these boxes on day one, we're willing to go through some absolute nonsense. We're willing to check our disk drives for noise, and we're willing to roll the dice on first-run hardware. We've all had, you know, yeah. Red Ring Death 360s. Oh, yeah. We, we just need to do this Many thing. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, we all have a dumb game pass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what, Mark? Um, yes. There's something that people want to do, but they won't be able to do, because why? COVID. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this this both excites and hurts me to my core. Uh, but Super Nintendo World will open in February 2021 in Japan. They've released some new images of a Mario Kart ride that looks like the, the, there's a VR component to it and some the just or AR uh, whatever the anyway headsets uh, with it. It th- this. Every shot that I see from this place just looks like something that is a concept art or some sort of rendering of what it could look like. And then they're like, no, this is like a legit picture of an actual place you can go to. And it's just like, wow, I need to go to Japan right now. Like, just get me a boat. I'll sail over there Valhalla style and just like covid be damned i'm getting to japan just like hook that to my veins because i need to i need to see this place it is holy crap it looks awesome you know who's in japan right now charlie carden's brother rob oh wow rob. so logan wants to go, go to, to japan place. so i think we may Save. have to 
find our way there because Logan is going to take J- Japanese. We potentially have some Americans that could do some tour guiding. And this was something – and my wife, she is a trooper. She's not a lot into video games, but she would love this stuff because she loves Harry Potter, Universal Studios. She loves being in magical worlds. And I see this, and I'm like, it looks like Willy Wonka on crack. The only thing mm-hmm. I'm a little concerned about this, and, 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 and for any of you guys who have gone to amusement parks, I don't know the scale because right. I don't know if this yeah. is really tiny or big. And I don't know how many people can actually go through this because everything looks kind of tight. Yeah, <laughs> so if, like, if is you've it gonna been be to like Wizarding World, that's yeah. yeah, that it is kind of troubling to because Wizarding World can get real jammed yeah. real quick. Uh, and and I like I've I've been there twice and uh, the oh man the first time I was there it was just like trying to get up Diagon Alley is like shoulder to shoulder and thinking about that kind of thing right now it's just like no it. thank you yeah no back off <laughs> or like so, the star wars that you've been to star wars yeah. area yeah that that too wasn't too bad honestly and i was only i was there like two weeks after that place opened and uh like galaxy's Edge was because because it, it's kind of open enough where there's a i don't know and it's yeah i didn't find batu was too too bad in like galaxy's edge or anything um but again, you know, two weeks after launch, so all the crazy people were there launch day, and then I kind of think the traffic died down a little bit because there was only one ride open. Like Rise of the Resistance wasn't open then, so I think people were either waiting or went like launch day, launch week. So, um, it, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm very curious to see. I will probably wait until they build this in Florida rather than go to Japan. But yeah, I, I'm just super excited that that there's like an actual super Mario world that you can go to in real life. It's, it's so exciting. very cute. I didn't, I purposely have not shown my children these pictures because we That's can't do it. I would really like to go to Japan and I would really like to take them. And it's all, it's been on my bucket list for a while, but I think that's a high school mm. age trip for my kids. <laughs> yeah. It's a long flight, man. Okay. That's long for me. I'm going to need like <laughs> to be medicated. I don't fly well. I'll be yeah. very frank with you. Um, <laughs> and I've flown to Alaska. I still hate Mercy. it. It's yeah, it's it's a long flight. It turns out, good lord. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, my husband and I want to go to Japan anyway. I want to go because food mostly, if I'm being very honest with you. And also, I want to go to you know Shibuya and see all of Akihabara and see all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, My husband wants to go because he really loves Pokemon. Yes, he loves. I got that guy into Pokemon Go like four years ago or whatever it was when it first came out because I he was. This is the stupidest story. He was anxious about work and he would like turn it over in his head all the time. And I'm like, why don't you check out this game? Play it during your walk through Philadelphia and it will just chill you out and give you something to distract yourself. Now he goes to raids with like multiple people and two phones. Amazing. And so he's a Pokemon guy. So I, I can sell him on going to Japan for Pokemon. But all, all I needed was the kids. My daughter will go on food. Uh, my son needs something else. So. But I'm not going to show him these pictures until because it's just going to bum them out because we can't go anywhere right now. So right, right. You know and I mean? that's like so yeah. My my wife and I are big Disney people, and uh, we've we've watched many videos for like Tokyo Disney and stuff. And the Pirates of the Caribbean, one of my favorite rides in Florida, and a new version of that looks like it would just it, it's something I need to experience. So Florida um is is great i've been there a couple of times but if you get me in tokyo disney plus tokyo universal studios with pirates of the caribbean and other rides plus super mario world and bring all that stuff to life it's it's just a it's a trip that needs to happen i i I think it's going to happen 
further down the road rather than sooner. But, uh, you know, that it's, it is encouraging to know that there is a light at the end of this COVID tunnel. And when, and, you know, when it's over, when we can go back to some semblance of, of normality, uh, it's, it's going to be nice to know that these places are going to be waiting. That's, that's really, really cool. I spent a year in Korea, uh, and it was fantastic. I love the uh, Asian culture. My wife's Filipino, um, and she is a uh, she's awesome with languages. So I'm sure she will be able to become my uh, guide. And my son is going to be taking Japanese, so I'll be like the ugly American, <laughs> showing up being an idiot, <laughs> dressing horribly, and just You're freaking pretty. out to Mario. I'm sure I won't be able to social distance for Mario and Yoshi, and I'll give him big hugs. Absolutely. Yes, I'm hugging that dinosaur. No one can stop me. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to hug Wario, too. That guy. Fart on me. You should, well, you should make sure your wallet's still there after you hug him. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Like when I met Sideshow Bob, I was kind of like, mm, <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, sketchy. You're going to like stab Stay him with distance, a rake, yeah. but I still want to like give you a high five. I don't know. So moving on from the exciting uh, uh, world that we might be able to get, but something you can actually do today if you own a Series X, and this is pretty cool. Um, Apparently, the Xbox has a way to legitimately play PS2 games. You essentially can add in a developer um, app on the Xbox, and that allows you to install RetroArch, which is a emulation that allows you to do different things, to run different games and things like that. And apparently, they were showing this game, this 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 RetroArch on Xbox Series X, playing God Hand and different PS2 games. This is kind of crazy, guys. The fact that we've got consoles that can actively do emulation of other systems legitimately. Now, I don't know how long this is going to last, but it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It's that this is a beefy boy. I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's a PC. To be able to, yeah, it is a PC. It is 100% a PC, and in the fact that you can emulate PS2 games on it theoretically, and RetroArch is very good, uh, yes. is wild. That's wild. I. It's weird to live in a world where a box that could hold like three 12 ounce cans of soda can do this. Yeah. You know, like I'm looking at like my PS3. I'm like, you're big. You can't do this. What's your problem? Can't even, can't even make a sandwich anymore. Actually, my PS3 can play those games because it's the backwards compatible one. That's Look, true. the point is still <laughs> yeah. made. OK, yeah. it's I have the obelisk of doom. But, you know, like it's it's wild to me that the Xbox can just be like, hey, you know what? Have some horsepower. Solve mm-hmm. all problems with beef. I'm sure everybody's so. got ISOs of PS2 games lying around. No, not me. I play by the <laughs> rules. I don't even mean that sarcastically. I'm such a goody two-shoes. I don't. <laughs> I've got some Super Nintendo ones, but that, that's about it. Yeah, I, my, my PS2 collection's not uh, non-existent. Um, I lived in Korea for a year, um, South Korea. Uh, their black market is ridiculous. I owned a Dreamcast at the time, and the Dreamcast market there was just ridiculous. I also bought a bunch of, like, GBA carts uh, that were like 32 in one and the games on it said it was in there weren't on there. <laughs> it's so weird. Those were very weird. The Dreamcast was a particularly interesting case because you could uh, boot up bootleg discs by just having a boot disc. You yeah, didn't have to solder in a, that. Yeah, there was other ways. You didn't even have to solder a chip onto that box. No, like it was no. wild. Yeah. Same with the PlayStation. You used to have this little thing you'd put in the back with a little yep. spring. 
you'd act like you're sh- shutting the it, so yeah this and and really you don't see that anymore really maybe except for the switch but you really don't see piracy much on the current consoles because they're 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 dm the 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 all of the restrictions they had online things made it really hard so it's kind of interesting now they're just going back to you know sony doesn't care about ps2 anymore obviously because it's not like they're going to give you a way to play them um right now so it's kind of crazy it's like well you know what sony until you give us a way to play them, I guess people are going to find a way to play them. Mm-hmm. Well, I still have my skinny little PS2 Slim here so in cute. this house. It's adorable. It's very cute. It looks like it's fake. My daughter thinks it's like not a real console. I have to boot it up with Katamari in it. I'm like, no, no, it can run video games. And she's like, how? And I'm like, yeah, I don't actually know. No, nobody knows. Uh, the yeah. funny part is to think of how small these these new consoles will ever get. I mean, uh, really, will like, will like the Series X turn into like a GameCube eventually? I yes. <laughs> Just take half of it off. But only I will be pissed if they do that and don't put a handle on it. I will be super angry <laughs> because the greatest yes. feature. Somebody posted. Box. Yeah, somebody posted a picture that uh, the Switch is not the first portable handhold. Yes. Uh, portable exactly. uh, Nintendo console, and they posted the GameCube, and I'm like that handled though. Um, <laughs> I'm Those looking at my PS PS5 right now, and I'm just like, why are you so big? Yeah, <laughs> that thing should have a handle on it. There's a suitcase. I need. I need two people to lift it. The box came and I was like, oh, cool. And I went outside. I'm like, why are you so cost $85 to ship that console yeah. to California is all I will say. It, it's 15 Easy. pounds. 15 pounds is yeah. it's a large boy. Okay, Although I said that was it was reversed and it was an Oreo, like black on the outside, white on yep. the inside. I think it would look more slimming because black is always more slimming. So <laughs> I, I'm actually I'm not as mad about the white on the outside as I am about the white controller. I they get mm. it doesn't matter how not gross you are that will yeah, get yeah because what Xbox has that for the Xbox Series yeah. S is all mm-hmm. white. Um, we had the 360 that was all white. PlayStation hasn't done like that color since what the PS1 was gray. Now yeah. no, uh, well, I have a white PS4 that came with a white controller. Oh, that's that was true. the Destiny yeah. edition. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's it's very white, and I'm just mm-hmm. like you're gonna get so gross. And I don't eat, I don't sit here and eat food while I play games because those controllers are expensive, and I'm not trying to buy another one, you know. But it's gonna get so gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 unfortunately, they put some some uh, of the glossy plastic in the middle, which is dumb. Yes. Glossy plastic just needs to go away. Matte is the mm-hmm. way to go. It, well, the Series X is matte, and it still shows fingerprints. Yeah, it's and weird. It makes me How upset, too. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah. very particular about certain things, and I cannot. I sit there, and I'm like, ugh. I have to wipe that off. Now, isn't there, like, a compound or something they can make put on plastics that are, like, uh, oleophobic or whatever, like, oil-resistant? I am almost yeah. certain that is true, but I am almost certain that it is expensive from a manufacturing okay. point of view. Okay. So they're fine with And it eventually kids. does wear off. Like, that's yes. that's usually on, on your phone screen, and... How long does it take your phone screen to get fingerprints? So gross, yeah. That's that's how long it works. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, moving on to the bonus round, this is the last round of the show. Uh, thanks for uh, everyone joining us on this journey. But we're going to talk about the Game Awards. This happens on December 10th. It's actually kind of the the last kiss of 2020. Um, not every game will get to be in the running for it because you had to have your game out by a certain point. I think it was like the end of November. Um, so like a game like Cyberpunk will miss it, I think. Yep. Uh, mortals will miss it too yep mm-hmm. yeah yeah so there we go so um but really quickly um there's a lot of categories but game of the year is the is the main one and i'll give you the 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 um 
all the nominees, and you guys can tell me what your pick is from. This obviously is not your game of the year. It's just the pick of these games because uh, there's other games that aren't listed here, and I think some people are actually a little upset that certain games weren't included. But we have Last of Us Part Two, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. Um, first of all, uh, have you guys played all these games? No. I have only not played Ghost. Oh. I have played the rest. I have not finished all of the rest, but I have played all of the rest. I am going to tell you, I think The Last of Us Part Two is going to win, but I think for me, it's Hades. And Hades might actually be my one of my, boy, it might be my top three games of the year, personally. Right. That game is very, very good. That's my I'm waiting for it to go on Game Pass game. <laughs> it hasn't gone like, to Xbox I really yet. Play it. I want to play it's, it. It's... Uh, it's boy, it's kind of a triumph, and I'm a fan of Supermassive, and I really liked Pyre, which was outside of their normal wheelhouse. But like yeah. this is, and I'm a I'm a roguelike fan. This is a special game and has is very good, and I would love to see it get at least some wins somewhere. But I it's honestly nominated for everything, yeah. and it deserves it. Like if you haven't played it, it it's worth it. It's, it, it's and it runs very right now. It runs really well on Switch. I'm just gonna say, it's an excellent portable game just saying yeah and that one's a roguelike roguelite roguelike one of the two um i get that back yeah backwards yeah but yeah they make great games um uh, so i've played all but hades and eh, that's about it i played the demo of final fantasy 7 remake i -hmm. played an hour of animal crossing because i played on my son's trash island and did not play Hades. So, I, but I played the rest. Uh, Doom Eternal. I think I played that and decided I wasn't good enough, so I wasn't going to get good. Um, but yeah, Last of Us Part Two. I finished Ghost of Tsushima. I finished as well. Um, and I would probably give. So God, this is a caveat. Last of Us Part Two is a triumph, mm-hmm. but it's not enjoyable. It was not enjoyable, but it was showing me. It, it just does things that. I don't think a lot of video games want to do because they're hard to do and it's it's challenging. And they took a lot of uh, they took a lot of beef for doing mm-hmm. some things they mm-hmm. some of the things they brought forward in a game. But Ghost of Tsushima, I mean, I'm really struggling because I did not think that game was going to be something I would spend much time with. And my son and I just loved it. And we both played it and we talked about it and it was a great bonding moment to talk about that. And so that I, I'm not sure. I have more time, but that, between the two of those, I either one would be really good, and mm-hmm. I would go with those. I yeah. would. I personally, having heard a lot of the discussion about Ghost, I'm really excited to play that game. I think that's going to be my January, like you know, deep you dive. You a good time because the Legends mode plus all of the yeah. upgrades. Oh, I'm ready. Treat. I um. I've heard so much chatter about that game and how impactful it has been that I would rather see of of the two. I would rather see that win. Because mm-hmm. people didn't expect it to be so good. Oh. You know what I mean? It didn't have its pedigree of The Last of Us Part 1. You know what I mean? Like, I love Hades, and I want Hades to win. Hades is not going to win. <laughs> I know. I know. Look, it's up against... It's an honor to be nominated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't... Coming at Animal Crossing, Ghost of Tsushima, and The Last of Us Part 2, and even Final Fantasy VII's remake, which was very good, you're coming for the big guys. <laughs> so... Yeah. But I don't know. Mark, yeah, have you played I, all of these? Uh, no, I, I've hardly okay. played any. Uh, Doom and Animal Crossing is pretty much it. Uh, and honestly, I, I, without playing them, but I've, I've listened to a ton of different podcasters and videos and, and people talking about 
all of these games and and I, I haven't been afraid to look at spoilers for for things like last of us part two and, and that kind of stuff so um with, with knowing that i think last of us part two will probably take this away but my vote and it, it depends on what you classify as game of the year is it the best most technically impressive game of the year or is it in in my opinion just the game that kind of defined the year and i think that's kind of animal crossing for me because mm. that brought so many people into gaming it continued to sell out the switch it it got a lot of people through the early stages of the pandemic and to me if you think of uh games of 2020 it's like no this this was like animal crossing's year um and and i i just it yeah i i kind of go back and forth is it like the most technically impressive game of the year that that pushed the genre forward uh and that may be probably you know the last of us part two and that's where i think they're probably going to land um is it be going going to be ghosts that uh, again you know built on built on the genre but took it in in some new ways and and todd gushed about that game so much that that i i think i have a, a fairly good sense of of what it's like and, and i want to play that one um but yeah animal crossing just w- was so special to so many people uh gamers and non-gamers alike and uh yeah i don't i don't know man it's a, it's a difficult choice i kind of love that like and this conversation actually exposes like maybe my problem with awards like this mm-hmm. and it's not that having a game awards and celebrating video games is a bad thing i always think that's a good thing right the any opportunity that we have to all sit down and be talking about video games is a good thing in a mm-hmm. positive way. Right. But like, it's very hard to sit here and choose a game of the year and hold it up on a pedestal when it's mm. such a personal experience. Mm-hmm. So these awards never feel like a personal experience. And the, my favorite game of the year content is always people's podcasts because <laughs> yeah. I get those individual experiences. Yeah. So these things are just like, eh, I'm here for the trailers. I don't care what you vote for. <laughs> I don't care. I have no investment. You know, well, okay, Hades should win everything, but whatever. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and but I don't Yeah, know. your love for Hades, like I'm looking at this and being like, okay, well, where's Jedi Fallen Order? Because that came out there you go. to be nominated last yeah. year. Yeah. Yes. Like that was my favorite game last year because technically like for for us, we cut it off at, you know, the actual end of the year. And when it like anything that came out before January 1st, 2020, was in, you know, the discussion that Todd and I had for Game yep. of the Year. So that was mine. But like, where is it on this list? And you why is that. like, you know, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy, like I'm sure they're great games, but do they deserve to be on this more than that game did? And it's it, Smash Brothers had the same problem, uh, I yes. think the year before or whatever. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with you there. Like the, you know, some of these things, it's just like, ugh. Yeah, we're doing this again. Like yeah. Ori and the Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which yeah. I have not finished. A lot of so people I'll, are actually I'll, upset. I'm gonna pose. I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a question then. Swap one game out for another. <laughs> oh, dude, that's oh, Final Fantasy so, for Fallen Order. Hard decisions. Okay, guys. Yes. I would boy, I would personally pull Final Fantasy for Ori, Will of the Wisps, because I I, I, I am not a Final Fantasy fan yeah. through and through. 
I so. played the demo and it's a different enough take, but for me, yeah, I, I did not want to play more of that game because I'm like, I do not like this enough to, and I, and I beat the original and that what, that's what got me to JRPGs, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was not um, something I wanted to put 120 hours into. Mm-hmm. I, I think that there are games like Spelunky 2 that are not in this conversation that, that, you know, maybe not a game of the year and it's nominated somewhere. I'm almost certain, mm-hmm. but that's, that can yeah. be in the, and like Assassin's Creed is not here. The cutoff was right. before Valhalla came out. Valhalla is up there for me. I, mm-hmm. I'm not finished with it yet, but it's one of those experiences. And Miles Morales is not here. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, a, and there's a yeah. There's some snubs. And it's not even that it's a snub. It's that their cutoff works a certain way because they have to produce a TV show. Right. But, why right. They, but, they, but everybody else does theirs after the year is complete, which is so weird. Every award show does it like in January and February. Why do they have to do it in December? Cause, because, I mean, because Christmas sales. Uh huh. I think part of it has to do with sales and advertising and, and end of the year money announcements. And announcement and announcements going into the next uh, fiscal. So I think a lot of this has to do with money, if we're very mm-hmm. honest with ourselves. And, you know, I've had this conversation with a couple of other people. It's like if you approach if you're coming into game of the year to this specific award show, which we've somehow as a community decided is the award show. Right. We used to have other yep. ones. This is the one. If you're coming into it, like to evangelize your game of the year when it wins, you are doing this wrong. <laughs> you 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 need to look at this as like a celebration of what made these things great enough to be here in the first place. Hmm. And it doesn't matter which one wins because they all sold well <laughs> yeah, and you'll get absolutely. more, you know? So, yeah. And, and I make a list of all the games I played and just look back to say, what do I think of those games? And yep. it's, I don't want it to be recency plays to my mind because that definitely will. But um, I want to make sure I'm incorporating the feelings I had about games because I think last year, Mark, I think Witcher 3 was my favorite game, but that was from five years ago. So, yeah, it, it's yeah, a we, tough one. <laughs> and, and, yeah, we, we did things weird last year. The, yeah, because yeah, it was like, you know, favorite game that we played this year that, yes. you know, probably came out two, three, four, five years ago. And it's like, yep. well, it's new to us. So we're yeah. counting it. Like, and Mark's going to talk <laughs> about 3D All-Stars and how much he loves and Nintendo uh, Super Mario 64. So that's going to be his game of the year. We know that. No, just kidding. It's funny because like that's, but those are the conversations that I come into end of the year for. I want to hear right. people's joy because like we can fight about, there's been a lot of that sort of tribalism, right? It's because mm-hmm. there's new hardware out and people want to fight about it on the internet. Uh, I am always here for people's joy, especially when it comes to games, because that's what it's like all about to me. Like, this is supposed to be fun. Otherwise, why are we doing this to fight? That seems silly, kids. Mm-hmm. Like, so- my children do that over crackers. Like, please, <laughs> I don't need to see grown ass adults do it on the Internet. You know? Well, so- Lane, I'm going to make I'm going to put Mark in a difficult position because I'm going to make him choose what he would swap out for something else. I already said Final Fantasy is gone and Jedi Fallen Order is in. That wasn't hurt at all. Perfect, perfect. So for me, I'm taking out Doom Eternal because that just feels like more of the same. They had a couple minutes. It just did not – and I I didn't love it enough to play more even though I beat Doom 2016. I'm going to say Half-Life Alex because Mm. that is a – game that did something in a format that just really challenged and i really enjoyed it i didn't get to play as much because my shoulder i had shoulder surgery so i can't really do a lot of vr stuff yet i'm getting there and i really enjoyed it and i thought that did so many unique things with the interface and how you interact with the video game plus it's half-life so it has that specialness to it so i would swap that out so and it got no play which is kind of sad because vr just feels like something that's kind of ignored because Mm -hmm. it's still kind of a niche because only so many people own it 
For sure. Uh, and it, it's, will be- it's so divided to like, it's, you know, yes. you have small sections on, you know, Oculus or PSVR or this yeah. or that. And it's, it's all like, I think the VR is becoming a big enough thing where it could get noticed, but there it's so, uh, you know, segmented with it, that. It's, it, it seems like it's still very niche. I think it's, it's in it's a like, weird spot. It's like what the Oscar mark where they have the animated films. So the best animated film doesn't always get in the running for the best film of the year. So right, we have a right. category. So best VR might be its own niche category to really get the, mm-hmm. uh, the momentum moving. So, um, yeah, you'll be, so you'll um, be pleased to know that the Quest 2 has sold very well. So maybe that's maybe this pandemic was the push that VR needed. Let's hope. I yeah. want a Quest 2 so bad. It's such a good deal. It's I mean we 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 were truly a early adopter of the Quest 1, which is funny cuz my son's like, "Oh, he has these issues." I'm like, "Shut up, we spent $500." Um, <laughs> uh, his friend has Quest 2 and they were playing uh, Beat Saber together and he's like, "I'm like, you know what?" buy your own and you can stop complaining but mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's awesome and psvr hopefully those games are improving because of the hardware on ps5 which is good and maybe we'll get a psvr part two maybe i don't know but um guys we came for the predictions really so what's a prediction you'll think you'll see revealed or announced at the game awards i think we're gonna get some elden ring footage Ooh. That's my prediction. I say this because Phil Spencer has gone on record in an interview saying he has played a build of that game. Wait, wait. So George R. R. Martin is working on a video game versus finishing the damn books. Yeah, you're never going to get your books. <laughs> George. Books don't make money. TV shows do. And everybody's big mad about the way that show ended. So <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Um, but I think because he has said, oh, yeah, I've played it and it's good on an interview in an interview. I they're due. They're due to show some Elden Ring. That would be a big one. And people who love video games who are going to watch this ridiculous thing are, would be here for that. So. Uh, for me, I think uh, Nintendo is going to bring the Breath of the Wild sequel. They're going to come out swinging. Ooh. Ooh, de- Ooh. Ooh. They're going to they're going to say, OK, you guys have some shiny new hardware. Well. We still got the uh, biggest package in the locker room. They're, they're <laughs> just going to uh, floop it, floop it out on the table and the locker rooms. Look at this. Uh, I'm bummed. single on Tonder, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hide that nearly as much as Zeus does. Uh, that was uh, fairly I'm actually, blatant. I'm actually surprised it took this long to get yes. there. Really? Yeah. I mean, I come yes. to podcast with boys, and I just expect those jokes. Like I'm just. <laughs> Right from the get-go. Um, I, you're I'm probably, the g- biggest gym bag. What are you guys talking about? Oh, oh yes, yes. Uh, I, you're probably, of anything that Nintendo would show, that's probably the most likely. I would rather see something of Bayonetta 3 or Metroid Prime 4 Ooh, because oh I haven't my seen God. either of them. And I, look, this is a long shot, Nintendo, but please, anything. Please. I, uh, and it, oh, man, if they like, they could show a logo with slightly more animation behind it for Metroid Prime at this point, and I'd be like, mm-hmm, yep, okay, Just, yep, uh, you got me. Let us know it's no. Still they happy. actually, <laughs> they actually fired Retro for Metroid Prime form is making them do Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, <laughs> hey, Jacob Rush is gonna be happy, but I'm gonna yes. probably break my face into a table. Yeah, I Nintendo's just gonna break my heart here because I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get what I want. So flip a table over (laughs) so my my reveal will be because you know a a game awards without kojima is kind of like you know uh Mm. peanut butter without jelly um so i think um he is going to announce that he is directing Mel gear solid by blue point 
the remake for PS5. Hmm. You're going to see that one instead of the Silent Hill rumor that's floating around for the 87th million time? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think that this, he zigs where anybody zags, and uh, there'll probably be a, a weird thing going on with it. But that's just kind of what I feel, because apparently there was like this weird like Metal Gear-like sound within Demon Souls of course uh, in the was. new game. Oh, so, no. yeah, that's my guess, but I could be wrong. Do we, uh, do we think Bethesda shows anything? Can they show I, anything? I think yeah, I think they're in a weird spot where it's it's still they're they're still in negotiations. They still have to wait for the merger, the Zenimax buyout or whatever to be approved. I don't I don't think they can Ooh. or want to show anything yet before that's finalized. I, I really think they're they're in a tough place. Could Bethesda announce a remaster, a special edition of some of the older Elder Scroll games, like Morrowind or um, uh, what was the other one that came out on Oblivion. 360? Why Oblivion. not? Why have they not remade any of those games and put them on damn Switch? I just would like they're never going to. That's not going to happen. They're going to end so up weird. <laughs> immediately, if not sooner. Um, I think we're going to get a, a version of Skyrim that uh, plays yes. in the Mustang Mach-E. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, probably. Or the big, what was it? Nice the, uh, big screen the game on that and watch work. Yeah, <laughs> the game God. and watch uh, Skyrim. That'll yeah. uh, nail it. Refrigerator okay. Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I hope we were right in the predictions and don't add us if we weren't. But we had fun doing it, and that's all that matters, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, adventure was, was our reward. Uh, but you know what else our reward is? Hearing Elaine tell us where she can be found on the social webs. Oh snap! So. Uh, I co-host a podcast called the Xbox Empire Podcast. So you can hit up Xbox Empire on Twitter and we record those episodes on the on twitch.tv slash PSVG live Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Usually the holidays might get a little weird, but, you know, come with us on this journey. Uh, you can see my big mug on video. That is not a double entendre. That is a big coffee mug. Just to be clear <laughs> for everybody listening. It's a know, new term I need to look into. Can I look that on the Internet and not get in trouble? Absolutely. Urban Dictionary. This is 2020. Don't urban. Actually, I'm going to check it out. I hate you guys. I don't. I love you so much. If you want more of my particular brand of nonsense, I'm ET Dragon on pretty much every social media platform, but I tweet lots. uh, So Twitter is the place to find me. So come hang out. And Elaine's name, she sounds like a Overwatch character. Elaine Stryker. Yeah, it's my husband's last name, and bless his heart, he gave me a great last name. Like, it's perfect. It's so good. I sound like a supervillain. So that's where you guys can find me. And I just a quick thank you to both of you guys. This was a blast. You're a delight. This is really and fun. I would come back and crash your show anytime. Thank you for being on in the short notice. This has been fantastic. We've wanted to have more new people on the show. And it's it's been fantastic to, to get more Xbox folks on the show. So thank you for being on. No problem. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Literally. Anytime. Awesome. And Mark, how can people find us on the interwebs? Well, you can follow us at... Co- Co underscore op mode underscore pod. One of these weeks, I'm going to get that without messing up sometime. Uh, or you can follow the much easier one to uh, to, to rhyme off at T Oxtra or at the underscore Canardian. Uh, on Twitter, you can also join the Facebook group and page, uh, Secret Friends Unite. Uh, join the network there. We're always posting some stuff. We have a bunch of different shows, not quite as many as PSVG, but we're trying. Uh, and if you like those shows, you can head over to our T Public uh, page and buy some shirts or other 
Secret Friends paraphernalia. I think they have pretty much everything over a teapot. Charlie turned it into uh, a, a flea market, unfortunately. He's, yeah, he's he's uh, <laughs> tossing some stuff up there. I helped with a couple of the designs, so it's it's fun. Um, and uh, I have even like um, like masks from from T Public. I got a couple of the Canardian masks uh, from from there, like the you know that you have to wear outside, like wear a mask, um, not like uh, Halloween masks. Um, Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, T Public. If you uh, you want to you know throw a little like over that way and uh, and check out our stuff. Uh, otherwise, follow the uh, the Secret Friends Unite shows. Like I said, there's a, a master feed for everything, uh, but there's also separate feeds for this show, and uh, there's going to be separate feeds for for some other stuff as well. So and we're we're launching a new show very soon called the Holocron Chronicles. It's going to be Charlie and I doing a Star Wars. It's going to be a monthly show, a monthly Star Wars show. And I'm very, very excited. We recorded our first episode, but we're waiting for a strategic time to drop it. So super excited for people to uh, listen to that. Excellent. Well, that is it for the show. Thanks for hanging on, folks. Hope you enjoyed. And once again, thanks, Mark. Thank you, Elaine. And with that, it's always better to game together. You know, saying goodbye is never easy. But sometimes, it's our only choice. Let's do this. The game you love might leave, so play before it goes. And check the app for leaving soon. It's important that you know. I had a time to prepare for your last goodbyes. Load up your favorite game and play it for the final time. Goodbye, game. I love you. I love you.